Live and in stereo from the Ultrasonic Recording Studios. And tonight, uh, Mr. Lou Reed is with us. If, uh, if you want to get out and see the band, uh, Alice Tully Hall, January 27th, in a rather rare New York appearance. Uh, you're back in New York, though, right? You, you spent a long time in the city. Yeah, we spent a long time in Europe. We were in, uh, in and around London, Scotland, places like that for a while. Have you officially moved to England? Oh, no, no, no. We just went over there because we hadn't seen it. So New York is still a city of record. New York is a home base. Uh -huh. uh, the album was recorded in London. Yeah, the album was recorded. Real great studio named Trident. Trident, yeah. Trident. And David well, Bowie produced? David and Mick Ronson. Mustn't forget Mick. Mustn't. Mustn't. How'd you like working with... Uh, It'd be naughty. That's what they. That's what they say in England when you say, when you say something. They say no, that's naughty. That's naughty. <laughs> they don't, they don't say that in New York. No, man, they punch you out if you did. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. How'd you like working with David? I loved working with David. David's uh, terrific empathy. How do you how do you account for the fact that not that way? <laughs> How do you account for, uh, Ooh. during his performance uh, yeah. at Carnegie, he dedicated what, what seemed like a, an entire half hour to Lou Reed and did a couple of Lou Reed tunes? I guess he likes them. Yeah. <laughs> After all these years, suddenly for the energy to start uh, to start coming back again. Uh, Interesting, isn't it? It is. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it must have been there all along. Yeah, I, I, I should think so, you know. Where's Dougie That's Yule? Uh, dead, I hope. Oh. Whoa! I went to high school with Dougie Yule. You can't say that. Oh, well, I can say it, but I didn't mean it. Uh, you worked together on. Uh, must have been there all along. Yeah, I, I, I should think so. You know. Where's Dougie Yule? Uh, dead, I hope. Oh. Whoa! I went to high school with Dougie Yule. You can't say that. Oh, well, I can say it, but I didn't mean it. I guess he likes him. Yeah. <laughs> After all these years, suddenly for the energy to start uh, to start coming back again. Uh, Interesting, isn't it? It is. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it must have been there all along. Yeah, I, I, I should think so, you know. Where's Dougie Yule? Uh, dead, I hope. <gasps> Whoa! I went to high school with Dougie Yule. You can't say that. Oh, well, I can say it, but I didn't mean it. Uh, where's Dougie Yule? Uh, dead, I hope. I went to high school with Dougie Yule. You can't say that. Oh, well, I can say it, but I didn't mean it. Uh, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I guess it must have been there all along. Yeah, I, I, I should think so, you know. Where's Dougie Yule? Uh, dead, I hope. <gasps> Whoa. I went to high school with Dougie Yule. You can't say that. Oh, well, I can say it, but I didn't mean it. After all these years, suddenly for the energy to start uh, to start coming back again. Uh, Interesting, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I guess it must have been there all along. Yeah, I, I, I should think so, you know. Where's Dougie Yule? Uh, dead, I hope. <gasps> Whoa, I went to high school with Dougie Yule. You can't say that. Oh, well, I can say it, but I didn't mean it. I, I should think so, you know. Where's Dougie Yule? Uh, dead, I hope. I went to high school with Dougie Yule. You can't say that. Oh, well, I can say it, but I didn't mean it. I think so, you know. Where's Dougie Yule? Uh, dead, I hope. <gasps> Whoa, 
I went to high school with W. You can't say that. Well, I can say it, but I didn't mean it. I, I should think so, you know. Where's Doug Yule? Uh, dead, I hope. <gasps> Whoa! I went to high school with Doug Yule. You can't say that. Well, I can say it, but I didn't mean it. Uh, I guess he must have been there all along. Yeah, I, I, I should think so, you know. Where's Doug Yule? Uh, dead, I hope. <gasps> Whoa! I went to high school with Doug Yule. You can't say that. Well, I can say it, but I didn't mean it. Yeah. I guess he must have been there all along. Yeah, I, I, I should think so, you know. Where's Doug Yule? Uh, dead, I hope. <gasps> Whoa! I went to high school with Doug Yule. You can't say that. Well, I can say it, but I didn't mean it. Uh, been there all along. Yeah, I, I, I should think so, you know. Where's Doug Yule? Uh, dead, I hope. <gasps> Whoa! I went to high school with Doug Yule. You can't say that. Well, I can say it, but I didn't mean it. Uh, I guess he must have been there all along. Yeah, I, I, I should think so, you know. Where's Doug Yule? Uh, dead, I hope. <gasps> Whoa! I went to high school with Doug Yule. You can't say that. Well, I can say it, but I didn't mean it. Uh, you worked together on uh, on the Loaded album. Yeah, I, well, we worked on the Loaded album. And that was that was the final venture, you know. Where's Doug Yule? Uh, dead, I hope. <gasps> Whoa! I went to high school with Doug Yule. You can't say that. Well, I can say it, but I didn't mean it. Uh, no. Where's Doug Yule? Uh, dead, I hope. <gasps> Whoa! I went to high school with Doug Yule. You can't say that. Well, I can say it, but I didn't mean it. I should think so, you know. Where's Doug Yule? Uh, dead, I hope. <gasps> Whoa! I went to high school with Doug Yule. You can't say that. Well, I can say it, but I didn't mean it. I guess he must have been there all along. Yeah, I, I, I should think so, you know. Where's Doug Yule? Uh, dead, I hope. <gasps> Whoa! I went to high school with Doug Yule. You can't say that. Well, I can say it, but I didn't mean it. I guess he must have been there all along. Yeah, I, I, I should think so, you know. Where's Doug Yule? Uh, dead, I hope. I went to high school with Doug Yule. You can't say that. Well, I can say it, but I didn't mean it. Yeah, I, I, I should think so, you know. Where's Doug Yule? Uh, dead, I hope. Whoa! I went to high school with Doug Yule. You can't say that. Well, I can say it, but I didn't mean it. Yeah, I, I, I should think so, you know. Where's Doug Yule? Uh, dead, I hope. With Doug Yule, you can't say that. Well, I can say it, but I didn't mean it. I think so, you know. Where's Doug Yule? Uh, dead, I hope. <gasps> Whoa! I went to high school with Doug Yule, you can't say that. Well, I can say it, but I didn't mean it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I should think so, you know. Where's Doug Yule? Uh, dead, I hope. <gasps> Whoa! I went to high school with Doug Yule, you can't say that. Well, I can say it, but I didn't mean it.
My name's Tom, I'm the host of the show, and that's what we do here each and every Tuesday. And the phone number is 201-332-3484. Here as I join you on a very cold, very snowy, that's right, snowy and wet and disgusting February evening here in the tri-state area. 201-332-3484. Tonight we are talking... Tonight's show is for winners only. That's just how it goes. 
No losers allowed. We want to talk about your victories. What trophies do you have? Uh, tell me about your, your your medals, your ribbons, your certificates. I want to hear all about it. That's what we're talking about tonight. Winners only. Call up if you're a winner. So that's uh, that's what we're doing. And I tells you right now that it's the best show and that I do it. And I keep doing it. And I don't stop doing it. I can't stop, won't stop. Because that's just how it goes sometimes. And that's how it goes when you're dealing with me. And now it's time for me to tell you that it's time for me to play the theme to the best show. So let's begin the show and get it started, shall we? It's time. Here we go. Best show. Tom Sharpling, the host of The Best Show, and this is The Best Show, and that's what we do. Each and every Tuesday, the phone number, 201-332-3484. We're talking about winning, 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 winning. All I do is win, right? Who did that song, Mike? You know songs, but Mike doesn't know songs. Right? 
He knows like sweet caboose uh, magnolia. Uh, uh, songs about just like dirty denim jackets. Songs that bring to mind just like a d- dirty denim jacket that you you worked in all day, then you used as a pillow because the hay is a little too rough to sleep on. But you also have a trust fund. You got a cushion. Not that Mike's got a trust fund. Maybe he does. I think Mike might be a rich kid. Are you a rich kid, Mike? Yeah, he said yeah. I confirmed it. I had my suspicions. I knew he was fancy. Lord Lord of Bayonne. Him and George R.R. Uh, R. Martin. The creator. Can you imagine if that guy went back to Bayonne? Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine the people, boo, you think you're too good? Mike gets that from these, these guys in Bayonne. Oh, Mr. Radio Store. Now, even though he's on this low-rent, he's on this low-rent trash show. The best show. That's this one. We're not fancy. This is not a part of the Panoply Network. We're not a part of Gimlet or any of these other endeavors. Ah. Uh, we ain't even on Earwolf, man. We built an island. But yeah, Mike tells him, Yeah, I do a radio show. And I do. Oh, look at Mr. Radio, Superstar. Mr. Radio thinks he's famous. Yeah. So if that's what Mike's getting, and look, Mike is trashy. I'm trashy. I'm not saying I'm not trashy. I'm pretty trashy. Mike's tr- less trashy than I am. He went to a better school than me. He's better, he's better school than me. He's better read than me. Mike's infinitely less trashy than I am. And this dude, imagine if George R.R. R. Martin, or George Railroad Martin, as we call him on the show, because he wears his little choo-choo cap uh, wherever he goes. Do you think he has to eat and pretend the food's going in the choo-choo train in his mouth? Does he have some assistant who's like, choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo. Open, open the tunnel, George. Here comes the stewed carrots. Choo-choo-choo-choo-choo. And then he's like, what's that show about? Lannister. That's one of the people on the show, right? What's the name of the dragon on the show? Herbie? Mike said they're called Dragon 1, 2, and 3. Welcome to the Game of Thrones. Tonight you will be treated... To a dragon battle. Then you will see which knight wins the eve. <laughs> now your server is coming around. How has, how has, uh, what you call it, uh, medieval knights not just like partnered up with Game of Thrones? And just like, place would be packed out every show. Welcome. To Game of Thrones. Only one will win. Look over there, it's Jon Snow. Now your server is coming around with soup. 
and Texas toast. Bong, 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 bong. What did we hear? Islands, islands. It's my guy. It's my guy, Nick. My favorite, one of my favorite people. Creatively and personally. That's from the album, the Second Islands album, the Unrecognized Islands album. Arms Way. I'm telling you, man, you want to hear a good album, a great album. You check this album out, Arms Way. This thing's a, this thing's a, 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 a flipping uh, masterpiece. I even played a song with a, a, a curse word in the title. Kids don't know S, and it's S word. And Mike did a little dance when I played it because he likes curses. Maybe he is trashier than I am. Come to think of it. I'm not trashy. Uh, he's not trashy either. I, I, I'm a little. Tra- I'm trashier than he is. Although he's he's eh, probably a tie. Who do you think's trashier, Mike? Me or you? He thinks he is. That probably means I am, though. It means you're just more outwardly trashy. With his Bayonne strut, and for people who don't have context for Bayonne, let's give some context. Imagine whatever town it is that um, near you that that they uh, it's like the town where they'll throw things down in the road to get your tires to pop, so you have to get your tire fixed in the town. That's kind of bound, more carny than bound, but. Yeah. Bayonne's where they filmed part of War of the Worlds with Tom Cruise was running around there. And you go, you can't go five feet in Bayonne without somebody being, Tom Cruise came in here. He he came into this drugstore and he bought, uh, he bought Tux medicated pads. Really? Okay. Best show. Hello, hi, best show, welcome. You are on the best show. I, I welcome you to the best show. Hello? Hello, hi, welcome to the best show. To whom am I speaking? I'm getting really bummed out because I can't understand you. You're getting bummed out because you can't understand me. <laughs> what's wrong? <laughs> oh, boy. What? Uh, what's wrong? Why can't you understand me? Hello? Are you there? Can you hear me? Hello? 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 Hi. Hey, that's so much better. Oh, good, good. Who's this? Wow, what a relief that you fucking stopped that shit. There we go. Yeah, I guess I'm courting it. That's some outstanding call screening, Mike. First of all, and there's the there's the punishing, there's the punish there's the punishing competitive laugh from Dudio. There's the part there's the Dudio, Dudio's laugh, which says, 
You're losing, Mike. You're lo- Tom's mad at you, not me. This is what Dudio said to me earlier. He forgot to post a thing. I'm going to say this. Is this all right? He forgot to post a thing, and he was like, uh, well, he, there was a thing that was supposed to get posted. He's like, yeah, and all the co- commotion of the holidays and stuff or whatever it was, I didn't post that thing. And it was like, well, it wasn't very good, so maybe that's better off anyway. So, so maybe it was, and then he said, so it was the universe saying not to post. I was like, well, it's still you not doing it. You don't blame it on the universe. I still would I would have lived if it went up. This dude wanted to write it off as the universe. Best show. Hi. Hi. To whom am I speaking? This is Teresa in Kentucky. Teresa in Kentucky. Hi. How are you doing? What's going on down in Kentucky tonight? What's what's the what's the good word? Good word. Um, thank you for reminding me of one of my favorite Todd Rundgren songs. Of the topic. One of your favorite Todd Rundgren songs. What well, uh, what is it? Uh, what what song would that be? Just one victory. That's right. That's the song. That's his big uh, triumphant song. Yes. I, I, I need it all the time. It reminds me of um, my first grade people season when we like played all season. And like I, I'm a disabled person, so I've, this is maybe the only sports victory in my life. And we lost all season, well, except for marching band. We placed third in state in high school. But in elementary school t-ball, we played all season. We lost all of our games except for one, and we had to share the victory with my cousin's team. So you won one game. You won one game, Teresa. but we had to share because they hadn't won all season either. And Who made that decision? One of the coaches. uh, But did they win? Did they win a final game also? I think it was just the final game, and neither team had won all season. I'm giving you the victory. You won that. I'm 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 uh negating that other team's uh that other team's uh co co uh victory celebration. <laughs> well, I don't want to entirely because I think my cousin was on the other team. I That's... think we were playing my cousin, so like what they really should have done. I was a little bit bitter because it's like, no, there's no partial victory. You yeah. you, you Baby boomers didn't win enough trophies, and they're giving us all participation trophies, so this is lame. That's what I thought at the time, but today I think it should have been like Alicia Keys' Grammy, and they they should have divided the trophy and given it like half a trophy to each team instead of ordering double trophies. What do you mean Alicia Keys' Grammy? What happened with Alicia Keys? Am I, am, I mispronounced? am I saying the wrong name? No, I just who, don't know enough about awards. I just don't know year. enough about awards. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. Like, she was saying on the Grammys that she um, didn't win a Grammy one time, but the person who won wanted to split the trophy with her, and they actually cut it in half. So That's nice. They held up their trophy like a best friend's necklace and put it back together. That's sweet. It was. So you won your T-ball game uh, end of season. How many games did you lose before you won that one game? It was probably like six or seven. Okay, so you went like one in eight, one in seven for the season. Yeah. But you like Todd Rundgren, Teresa? Just one victory. That's all you needed. Just one victory. It will be all right. I like songs that 
told me that everything's okay because I have a lot of anxiety. You have a lot of anxiety? What what, yeah. what gives you anxiety, Teresa? Uh, un- well, uncertain future. You know, the um, adult victories aren't as close together as the kid victories were. Like, when you're a kid in school, you can win academic trophies two or four a year, and then as an adult, they're they're fewer and far between. You show up for a partial trophy that you don't know if this is even the project to be on. I wanted to ask you about that, actually, since you're a writer. Like, do you build in victories while you're writing? Do I build in victories while I'm writing? You mean like saying, oh, I did it. I finished the thing. Like that? You mean like, yippee, I did the thing. Yeah. yeah not really. Like if you're, if you're playing, if you're playing racquetball and it's something you've done before. Yells. Um, no. No, you know what I do? Honestly, if I'm doing a thing, I just try to do the best I can and then I move on to the next thing because I, I usually got a hundred things going at once. Mm-hmm. And I don't get too, I try not to get too high or too low about things, but uh, generally tends to tilt the other way. Uh, you know, there there's a, a basketball coach by the name of George Carl, right? And he, uh, he said, uh, one point, uh, he started talking, he started talking about the stress of coaching in the, and the NBA. And he said, you know what? He said, the losses keep me up all night. The wins don't even take me to the parking lot anymore. Yeah, it's hard to remember to, to keep track of them. Like, I I don't even remember. <laughs> but it's not, maybe it's not a race. Maybe it's not a competition. Maybe that's the problem. True. Like, the, thinking about it as, um one person winning when there's actually a lot of places to be in. Or maybe it's just maybe it's just the reward of a of a job well done. Maybe that's mm-hmm. enough. Is that enough? Sitting in a group. I don't like know if that's acting. enough. I don't know if that's enough. I want to I do well come on, I'm doing a show called The Best Show. That says something. Right. Certainly uh, certainly sending mixed signals here if I'm trying to say it's not a competition. I hear these other shows these people do. I wouldn't. I wouldn't wash my car uh, with with half of them. If they were, if they were, if they were shirts, I wouldn't even wash my car with them. If podcasts were shirts, I wouldn't wash my car with half of them. Write that down, Mike. That's going to be the name of a chapter in my book. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. What if there was a really good joke written in the dirt on the car? Like what? Don't don't wash me. What if that? Wouldn't that be a good horror movie? Wa- wash me. How about that? Wash me. And then it's never says, been washed. Never been washed. Well, it's a different movie. Um, <laughs> that sounds like a coming of age movie for. Uh, sounds like the Cars franchise is moving into the uh, the young adult uh, market. 
I could have done a voice in one of those cars things, right? What, what could I have been? What car would I be? Weird complainy car, right? But have they have they had like a wooden station wagon? Oh, that hurts my feelings a little bit. I think. <laughs> what do you think? I, I was I was thinking like reliable and noble and oh yeah, old and. everyone's dad old and ugly everyone's dad well there we go that's the bingo right there for me uh for me jumping off the roof of this uh i'm sorry you want to be right teresa it's all right you can be a miata if you want to teresa it's all right i saw myself as a lamborghini but apparently i'm a paneled station wagon what about alexis you can't you can't you can't unring that bell Teresa. you can't unring the <laughs> yeah. bell you rung it yeah we're gonna live with that ring it's okay it's okay don't worry i like you you're a sweet person onward and upward Teresa. i hope i and uh, i hope i hear more from you because you're a good caller all kidding aside you call oh, me any. You call me any time you want. All right. Have a great night. You too. Bye. Um, I gotta ask him for something. I gotta ask Jason for something. Do you remember there was um? Hold on a second. Yeah, man. Best show moving along. Um, yeah, these podcasts. Because I did this one Hollywood handbook, right? I like those guys. I like those guys just fine. I like Hayes, I like Sean. But man, they gotta they gotta get their audience in line. That's the dumbest audience I ever. That's the dumbest audience I've ever uh, encountered. I give them the gift of going on their show and doing a thing with the hamburger men who are sweet guys, by the way. Hamburger men. I did an episode of that with those guys. Sweet guys. Boy, oh boy, did those fans, they do not like me no more. Well, God bless them. You'll never hear me again. You ain't going to have old uh, Tom Sharplin to kick around no more. You Hollywood handbook fans. Hope you warm up. Uh, you better warm up to the the usual uh, that usual crop of uh, uh, bench bench warmers they got, because you're gonna get a whole lot of them. Because the kid the kid's done. Kid's done. I'm announcing my retirement from Hollywood Handbook right now. Never again. Best show. Hi, Tom. Yes. Hi. Hi. This is Glenn in Portland, Oregon. Glenn with one N or two. It's two, actually, yeah. I kind of had a feeling you had two ends. <laughs> My father had one, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, he gave me an extra. Gave you a second end, huh? I guess I could afford it. Yeah, must be nice. So what's going on, Glenn? <laughs> what's... Uh, Glenn and, uh, you can call me Glenn Allen, it's, uh, since I'm not technically a junior. Glenn, I'm going to call you whatever I want. I'm calling you Glenn and... <laughs> Glennon, uh, that's, yeah. Wrap your head I'm around cool it. Wrap it. your head around it, Glennon. 
I'm trying. I'll get used to it. Yeah. So what what's going on uh, tonight in Portland? Oh, I'm just uh, working on the computer a little, trying to get some wedding invites done. Oh, someone's getting married. Right. When's my invite? You can send me invite me to the wedding. Uh, it's um, I sent a prototype in the mail. Yeah, so hopefully to me. <laughs> not, not yet. No, I, I'm not mailing any. I don't think. Uh, I'll make a poster. All right. When's the way? I'll whiz one over. When's uh, the end of May. End of May. Oh, end of May. Busy. Yeah. I'm busy anyway. Um, <laughs> was it going to be a big mm. thing? Who's cool that's going to be at this thing? Any of the Decemberists going to be at it? Who's I, be at this thing? I hope not. Uh, any comic? I hope not. <laughs> any comic book artists going to be at this thing? There's a lot of them out in uh, Portland. Was it a fraction? Fractions out there. Yeah. And others. Who else? Who are you going to invite to it? You know, it's it's mo it's mostly uh, a lot of the in laws side. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've got my small scrabble. Who's going to be the? Who's doing the music? Who's the DJ at this thing? Ooh, no. Um, I mean, I've got some contenders, but you know, they're all sort of pals. Yeah. Well, it, it'll be hard to pick. <laughs> what what song do you want to open with? What song do you want to open with? that you and your uh, betrothed enter to? Uh, you know what I love is, is it, uh, I think it's I Get Lifted. Is that George McRae, maybe? Okay. I was thinking you guys could come into, like, Mo Moni Moni. What do you think about that? Uh-huh. The Tommy James version? Yeah, or the Billy Idol version. Probably the <laughs> Billy Idol version. It's a little more oomph. Yeah, get a little, a little more oomph behind it. What do you think about that? I've got my sneer ready. All right, this is, let's get this call going. This is this is we're heading yeah. we're heading towards Snooze Town on this one. What, is, what, do, what, yeah. what do we got? What do we got, Glennon? What, what's <laughs> the, what made you call? I wanted to talk about karaoke. Yeah, what do you want to know? Well, I well I'm a I'm a contest winner. What? Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't do it too often anymore, but oh, you're retired. Because of work, you're retired. <laughs> I'm working. What are you? You're working. So what? Yeah, you, I work. Your, I work nights. Tell so. me about There's this. So you of... won the thing. You want? Look, just let me run the thing for a little second here. All right. We already got enough details about your wedding and the stuff. We're, we're just going <laughs> to stop filling in the details now. This is not. This is. This is not. Uh, this is your life. Um. So you won, because we're talking about winners. We're going to talk about people who won things. And so you won a karaoke contest. Mm -hmm. How did you, what was the contest about? Where was it? How many people were entered in? What, give me the details. Um, you know, small uh, pool of uh, contestants, maybe 20. It was over the course of a month. Over the course of a month? How many rounds yeah, did you have to participate to in? Once a week, so. Okay, for four yeah. weeks. What was your first yep. song? What was the first song that broke you uh, broke you out of the first round? Uh, I sang "Run Around Sue" by Dion. Okay. Wanted to start with some oldies. Okay. What did you go to next? Uh, probably "Miss You" by the Rolling Stones. Okay. All right. Yeah. Then, 
I uh, think the third week was Bowie, Young Americans. Okay, that's a that's a that's a crowd pleaser. Yeah. Oh, I've got a friend who does that. My friend Phil does that one, and he, mm-hmm. he owns uh, the world when he does that song. So that was one. So now with the final round, what's the one you did that you brought the you brought the glory home? What with what song? I was let's go crazy, Prince. So I would have boo- I would have booted you for that. I would have booted you. That's a little too cra- That's a little too. There's a little too craven. There's something a little craven about a couple of your choices. <laughs> uh, I make them sweet, though. No, but there's like there's something there's something overly overly crowd pleasing about all your choices that makes me a little little queasy. No offense. Yeah, I save the deep cuts for you know when it's just fun. But there's like no, but they're just like they're kind of clear. They're kind of Except for young Americans, they're all kind of easy, the songs you do. I see what you do. You're picking easy mm-hmm. songs. <laughs> you picked young Americans for the third week because you knew you had to distance yourself from the from the simple songs you were picking the weeks prior. Run around Sue, you might as well be singing uh, uh, The Farmer in the Dell or Old MacDonald. You'd do that song. <laughs> Miss You is you just strutting around like you're doing a comedy routine. Right? Young Americans, legit. That's a legit one. And then Let's Go Crazy is you just clapping your hands and jumping from sides of the stage and getting the crowd going. I would have thrown you well, out of the competition first round. Run around, Sue. First I round. I would, have shut it, I would have shut the music off partway through it. <laughs> and it had you escorted from the building. That almost happened the, uh, the first uh, karaoke contest. Where I, I I got booted out for the uh, Prince song I actually did, which was which one? Uh, Darling Nikki. Yeah, so you had you had to, you, you look at least you pushed the envelope on that one. You tried to be dirty with it, and then they bounced you. But you, you were even was... you were even like simple in your in your dirty choice too. It was pretty simple. Uh, the terrible thing was that my. Uh, my father surprised me by coming to the contest, uh-huh. and it may have affected my performance. Glenn, Glenn showed up. Yep, I'm here to Senior. see my boy Glennon. He's going to be performing tonight. I'm so excited. <laughs> and suddenly, knew a girl named Nikki. What, Glennon? No, no, Glennon. Yeah, um, it was right in his eyes. He was right there. Yeah. You disgrace the family. You should have done what I would have done at karaoke. I know how to. I know how to warm the. I know how to warm everybody. If I was entering the competition, I, well, first I would have bounced you in the first round. You would have been out. You would have been out cold. Outskis. Yeah, outskis. Because I would have done first song. I go up at karaoke. The first one I would do in your competition. Uh, shaving cream. The old song, shaving cream. I would have done first round. <laughs> I mm-hmm. once knew a man who was black. Right? <laughs> I would have done shaving right. cream. Second round, I would have gone up and done uh, also Sprack Zaratha. Zarasutha. Mm-hmm. Z- Zarasutha. 
boom, 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 boom. Everybody would have been cheering, right? Because then what I would do is I'd have a little rig set up where I would hover like the space baby at the end. <laughs> Throw everybody for a loop. I'd knock a wine glass off the table, right? The crowd would have been uh, chanting like apes. They would have. I would have turned the crowd into apes. You know the one ape's name was Moonwatcher? Did you know that? I, the I, ape that evolved. Uh, humanity was basically created by an ape named Moonwatcher. Because of his bone. That's what That's what they called him in the thing, Moonwatcher. Yikes. Um, so that would have been round two. Round three, I probably would have... Uh, Round three, I probably would have done uh, Chop Suey by System of a Down. Wake up! Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up! Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up! You wanted to! Wake up, wake up, wake up, right? You know the song? I don't want to trust in my... Final song, I would have blown you out of the thing. If somehow you were still in this thing... Somehow. I would have just done that first song. I would have done Rhapsody in Blue. No, I, they would start playing music. I would tell them, you shut that karaoke off. And I would just be on stage with my mic going. I don't need it. Right? Right. Right. What are you making fun of me for saying right? Is that my thing? A few people make fun of me for that now. Oh, I wasn't making fun. No, it's all right. No, you're paying tribute. You're paying tribute. Look, my yeah. thing is saying right, and your thing is uh, doing basic uh, bitch karaoke songs and being boring on my show. We've all cut our thing. Uh, yeah. I'm trying not to get too... Buddy, uh, buddy, I love you. I love you, buddy. I love you. Can I talk about one more win? Sure, why not? Win. Win, 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 win. Win win win, 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 win. Let's hear. What do you got? Well, um, you know, when the calendar turns next in March, people will be seeing a thing I created. That sounds like a, on threat. A, calendar. Like a threat. Mike's calendar. Oh, you're on Mike's calendar. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Here, this is a, this is a, this is fortuitous. It's probably no surprise you got through because Mike tends to tilt these things in favor of himself. Um, it was his first question, yeah. Well, here's what we're going to do. Mike's got this calendar out now, the 2019 calendar. It's already, we're already halfway into February, right? This is what we're going to do. I'm ta- I'm gonna, hold on, just listen. I'm, the, I'm reaching over here. Mike, get in here, please. Mike? Yeah. All right, slow down. All right, t- then talk. Okay. Talk. Oh, yeah. What's up? How are you? Good. This is associate producer Mike on the show. He's been here uh, God knows how long. Um, this is what I'm going to do, Mike. You've got these calendars. It's, it's, I'm sure, I'm sure that there might be a plateauing going on now. for the A little calendar. bit. A little bit. For the next 10 orders, 
Okay. This is what I want you to do. Randomly, mm-hmm. what, am, what am I holding in my hand right now? $20 bill. A $20 bill. I'm going to now write you <laughs> win, and then I'm <laughs> signing it. Mike? Okay. Randomly put this into one of the te- next 10 calendars next 10. you sell. So somebody's going to make money on a calendar sale. Okay. And I'm, tell- I'm telling you right now, <laughs> if you don't do this, if you if you snake me on this, <laughs> I sent it out. Of course I did. Of course I put yeah. it in the thing. If I find out, mm-hmm. if I see this floating around Bayonne, I'm going to go check the cash register at the at the quick check. How about the winner po- uh, post a photo on Twitter? Yeah, there you go. Well, they don't have to. They got the twenty. What are they going to? What are they going to come get it from them? Okay. So, the, so of the next ten calendars sold, one person is going to win twenty dollars, which is a profit. Somebody's going to make money on their calendar sale. Yeah. So you go to apmike.bandcamp.com. You buy a calendar, you could win twenty dollars. I'm putting it in a, in a special part of my wallet. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So I don't spend it yeah. at Quick Check later on. Great. When I Great. have to pick up toilet sure. paper. Uh huh. Yeah. Anything else you want to say? Let me go do my dirt. Oh, um, nothing else you would want to say to the $20 I just gave you? Oh, thank you, Tom. Hey, There you go. Okay, now get <laughs> out. You ingrate. Oh, this, this is where I'm at now. got to beg people to say thank you. I tell you, what happened to manners, right? Right, Glennon? What happened to manners? Uh, yeah. oh, you're boring. i got to get rid of you. You drive me nuts. Whatever happened to Saturday night? What is that from again? What is that? Oh, that's right. Hopper Right. Rocky Horror. A young meatloaf. A young meatloaf a, a day set the world on fire that back in 1974. Best show. Hey, Tom, it's Skitch over in Newbridge Wharf. How are you tonight? I'm good, Skitch. How are you? I'm good. Um, I won something once. You did. You did. What did you win, Skitch? Well, I um, I didn't win. I got third place. Okay. When I was ten years old. Um, do, do you know what punt, pass, and kick is? Punt, pass, and kick. That's like a, a like a football skills thing, right? Is that what that I, is? Exactly, it's kind, of, it's kind of self-explanatory. You punt the ball and you and you uh, you pass it and you kick it like a field goal too. So so you're judged on those three criteria. Yeah. And I got third. You got third. I did. I don't know if that's. Uh, I got a trophy. You got a trophy for what? Well, it's, it, it's the best trophy too. It, it's go, it, it looks gold and it looks like an Oscar. Okay. And I have something to. Uh, I've never actually admitted this, but uh, I think I'm a big fan of the show, so I I might as well come clean about it. Is that okay? Oh, yeah, please, Skitch. I cheated. You, che- you cheated? I did, yeah. How, how did you cheat in the punt, pass, and kick competition? I, I used a motorized ball. Why? Uh-huh. And how, yeah. how does that work? Well, um, my older brother, he made it, and basically... It was it was very you know it was, it was crude. You would crank it up. It had a crank on the side of the ball, 
Okay. But the crank was clear, so so the authorities couldn't really see it. Mm-hmm. And then you would, as you passed it, you would hit a little switch on it that that turned the crank, and then that the crank also um, that fed into these little wings that were on each side of the ball, so it would take it further than all the other kids' balls. Uh huh. And no one noticed the wings or the crank on the ball. No, because all that stuff was clear. Because oh, that's right, it was clear. Mm-hmm. But nobody noticed that the ball made a sound, I'm assuming? No. You know why? Because as soon as it went in the air, my older brother, he let off a packet of firecrackers every time. Every time I did anything with the ball, it was like, with, like it was without fail, firecrackers. So you'd get the ball and it's time for you to, to pass it. Mm-hmm. You cock the ball back, your arm right. back. Your brother quickly lights a, a row of firecrackers. Mm-hmm. Sets off, sets off an explode like a, a, and then you throw it, which covers up the sound of the football. Which was like what? What was the sound of the football? Well, it was. Um, I, I don't know if if you remember this this judge. What was his name? Judge Montgomery Davies. That's right. Yeah, he was he was a, a judge in Newbridge who was mm-hmm. uh, a, a scandal a scandalized uh, judge, I guess you could say. Yes, it turned out he had this device under his robe that he would operate, and I guess he got some sort of sick pleasure out of it. Yeah, and yeah. The, his the sound that the device made was likened to a uh, um, uh, a loud whoosh followed by a, 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 a resounding thud. So it was like that, but amplified. So it was just like, and then when it would land, because it was, it was, it was weighted down, it would go, so it was, and that was covered up by the sound of the firecrackers. Exactly. Yes. And you still only came in third. I came in third, so I beat the S out of my older brother because I, I thought, you know, I, I, I took a huge chance on this. And yeah. it only get me third place? Yeah. Yeah, what was he thinking? I don't know what he was thinking. I, 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 we haven't spoken since, really. And how long ago was that? Well, I was 10. He was uh, 15. Okay. And we lived in the same house till I was 22. Okay. Yeah, so that was weird. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, definitely. Wow, you know, definitely. Look, this is, those are the things you got to mend fences over, maybe. It's true. We still watch TV every night together. Um, speaking of, yeah, did you see this week's episodes of The Other Two and Crashing? I saw, I saw The Other Two. Which I like. I like that show. I think it's a very funny show. Yeah. Um, well, if, if you didn't see Crashing, uh-huh. I, um, I should tell you, they, they both had scenes in, in the same week mm-hmm. where somebody was doing the exact same flagrantly erotic thing. Uh-huh. I won't say exactly what it was because I know it's a, it's a wholesome program. Oh, yeah, we're trying. Yeah. Well, I know you used to be a grip on a TV game show, so you're my insider into the TV world here. Uh, I think you might be off base. I was not a grip on a game show. No, that's 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 inaccurate. I have worked. Were you on best show. boy? No, I was not best boy either. Uh, I was. A, I've I've written and produced on TV shows. You, you're kidding. 
Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know I'll why you think I'll write it down because I'd, I'd love to see your stuff. I'll write it down mm-hmm. just to remind myself. Well, anyway, this is even better now, now that I know you are a higher up. Um, my question is, in terms of, of, of today's TV, mm-hmm. is yanking your crank while watching a video on your laptop the new getting mowed down by a bus out of the blue? You mean just that because it's been happening a fair amount on TV? Yes. And and there was a there was a run for about three years where every show had someone standing in the street talking, mm-hmm. flush to camera, like like like, <laughs> and just like dead center of the frame, right? And then a bus or a truck would roll in and just knock them, like hit them. Out of the blue, they out of, knocked them out of, out of frame. Right out of frame, yeah. Top speed. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. It's still going on today. I think it's a very fun effect. I, I can't get enough of it. I laugh every time I see it. Yes. For, but well, I don't laugh. Thing. I don't laugh. I got to say. No, I gasp. it's not funny. I gasp, then I laugh. Whenever I, they show the person get back up. Appropriate. And like, and like shake it off, like, woo, woo. Then I then I, like I laugh. It. Then I can yes. exhale. <laughs> I'm just glad this this you know this crank yanking thing just started now. Because can you imagine if like your favorite shows if that was happening? Like if Michael Landon did it on Little House while he has his earbuds in. <laughs> so you'd have like wooden earbuds, I guess. I guess so. I never thought about that back then. Would he need yeah. it? He wouldn't. He might. Would, I'm not even going to ask about a dongle. Never mind. You'll you'll no. just, you'll just turn it yeah. into something. I absolutely will because I, I I I do that whenever anyone mentions the the concept of the dongle. Yeah, that just set you're off to the races then. I, I am. Yeah. yeah, but you know, I I said I was I was into um, the other two. I'm I'm now I'm getting into crashing because now that we're down from 26 to 13 current TV shows about the behind the scenes world of the stand up comic mm-hmm. I, I I like it better I th- I feel like I have less overload Sure it's just it's a it's it, there's just less uh chaff I guess you could say <laughs> yes, <laughs> Now yes. the cream's rising to the top now finally Absolutely. with just 13 shows documenting the the inner workings of a very a very narrow profession. Narrow? No, I mean judging by all the shows about it, it seems like everyone's doing it. I think everyone who works in the field is on one of the shows. I think you're right. It must just be easy to do stand up. According to these shows, I think it's the opposite cuz the they oh. these people seem like it's a living nightmare. Oh no! You're right. This one guy had. Oh, this one guy had to do the unthinkable. What's that? On, the, on, on this last episode. Well, I mean, he was a headliner. Tell me, they're going to believe this? This guy had to had to what they call middle. Really? Yeah, yeah. So he had to start middling after being he a did. headliner. It, it's it's like the worst thing that can happen to a human, apparently. Yeah, I guess. Now, this must be like a two-parter, of course. Like, they couldn't fit all the drama of that into one episode, I'm assuming. You would think so, but you're wrong. <laughs> they So they fit all the stuff in? All of it, yeah. Uh-huh. They fit yep. all the they fit all the anguish and 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 just and just psychological torment of having to adjust your 
status as a stand-up comic. Yep. Wow, that is that's that's gripping. It's heavy stuff. It's it's real heavy stuff. Um, yeah. um, hey, you know what? I wanted yeah. to uh, bring this to your attention. I, I don't even know if you're aware of this, but I just was so shocked by this. I saw a real life version of that tweet you tweeted last year. What what tweet did I tweet last year? It, it was a tweet where you said something like, "You'd only be interested in football." when someone celebrates a touchdown by doing a podcast in the end zone. I do remember writing it, but wait, you saw, you're serious, you saw a real-life version of that? I did, the where, other day. Where Where did you see that? Well, there's this new football league called the Alliance of American Football. Mm-hmm. And it was their, this is their inaugural season, mm-hmm. and, um, this past weekend was their first round of games. Okay. So what what exactly happened? What did you see? Well, the game was the game was between the Orlando Apollos and the Atlanta Legends. The wait, the Atlanta Legends. Yes, yeah. That's a, that's a fitting name for Atlanta, yeah. right? I th- but I also think it's maybe jumping the gun on a <laughs> on a new shoot <laughs> It's a new league right? made up of players that couldn't cut it in the NFL. You can't prove that. Oh, they're, and they're legends, though. Okay, I get, look, who am I to judge? I can't play football. Well, maybe you can someday. Maybe I can if they're, if they're starting new football leagues. They, okay, so the wide receiver for Orlando, he, mm-hmm. he catches a pass. Yeah. And, you know, he scores and he's in the end zone. Yeah. And he's all excited. And just then, this super tall other wide receiver for his team gets down in front of him and he forms a human table. Okay. And then this big Orlando lineman, he gets on his hands and knees oh. and gets behind the, the human table and he forms... A human chair. Okay. And then the player who scored, he then somehow he pulls out a studio quality microphone from his pants. Like he had it in his pants the entire game. Uh Uh-huh. And he plugs that into this laptop that another player had down his pants the entire game. And then they hook it up. And then that player, he starts recording the podcast on GarageBand. On the la- on the laptop. Yes, and this is all going on in the end zone. Okay. And then the player who scored, you know, he's the host of this podcast. Uh-huh. He, you know, he starts rolling. You know, he puts his headphones on, too. He also has some headphones in the back of his pants. And um, he announces that they're going to talk about this, this pretty interesting topic. But then he, start, he, he starts talking about the most mind-numbingly boring minutia of what he did that morning before the game. Uh-huh. And he's, talk, he's talking about the route that he took to, to, to the stadium and how he got stuck at this light behind this truck that had bad exhaust. Mm-hmm. And, like, he had to roll up his windows because it was too much. And it was just so boring. But you could tell it was endlessly fascinating to him. Sure, sure. He could. He had to. Re- he reveled in every detail. I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, of his own story. Yeah. So, 
He also did this other thing that I'm, I'm sure you, you've heard in the podcasts out there where, where, you know, he, he talks about how he kept getting recognized at a recent podcast convention. Uh huh. And it's said in this way where he sounds very humble and he's super confused by it, by that it even happened. But it's clearly a boast. It, it, it's what I call a, a, like a, a humble boast. A humble boat. Okay, is that is yes. that a thing you came up with? I did. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. All right. Trademark that. Yeah, you should. And then he breaks out this incredibly original hot take. Uh huh. That he's terrified of clowns. That he just doesn't like clowns. Yeah, which of course is something that would maybe have been semi funny thirty five years ago, but today it's it's like saying I breathe air. Uh huh. Yeah, because yeah. clowns. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. So he's. This is what he's talking about. And how long is this going? Right now, I mean, I think we're up to the ten minute mark. Okay. And so at this point, he breaks for a commercial for uh for, for snark vacuums. For snark vacuums, I have I have one of those I have one of those shark vacuums. Those are really solid vacuums. No, not not shark vacuum. Snark vacuum. Oh wait, I thought you said okay. Snark. Yeah. What is yeah. snark? Have you, have you heard of these? No. Oh well, it, it's it's just like a regular vacuum cleaner, but it makes fun of you in your house while it does its job. How, okay. How how does that work? Like it's programmed, and and like say you, say you're vacuuming, and it'll go. Oh wow, nice, uh, nice shag carpet. What is this? The set of Playboy After Dark. What what time is the Love and Spoonful playing? Uh-huh. Something like that. Or and I, and I also heard one that goes. Uh, Do you just like take the popcorn out of the bowl and and place it under this ugly couch? <laughs> wow, they're pretty funny. Yeah. Do they? Do you know? Are they? Um... I know. I know a couple. Are there different settings on them for like different comedians for the snark? There are. There are. Yeah. Yeah. Some are like some are really kind of basic, you know, and like on the I don't want to say Christian, but they're you know they're 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 very harmless. Okay. You know, and some some are really raunchy. Like there's there's one setting. Uh huh. Dice. There's an Andrew Dice Clay setting on the snark yeah. vacuum. And then there's one above that that's 80s, 80s dice. Oh, yeah. So I'm sure there's a few words that he wouldn't do in his current act. <laughs> yeah. he's And one of them, like, I, I'll censor myself, but it, but it's like, uh, hey, I'm over here by the, uh, by the refrigerator. It looks like everybody was dropping L's over here. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Right? There's no, there's not like an Andy Kindler one, is there? Oh, there is. Yes, yeah, and it's 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 like something. I I, I haven't heard this one, but I had a, a, a friend who told me about it, and it's like, uh, oh, I guess you didn't get the memo to sweep back here. Uh huh. Yeah, that's what the vacuum says. Yeah. yeah, you know, you're really funny. You could probably program it. What, like, what would your Andy Kindler one be? If I was doing an, if I was writing for the Andy Kindler setting on the Snark yeah. vacuum, it would be kind of like. Uh, I'm vacuuming right now, and it's it's like one of my shows. Everybody, it, like it's one of like one of my shows. It sucks. <laughs> I like that. 
like or he'd just be kind of like uh yeah yeah there's more they pay they usually paper the house for my show but now i'm vacuuming up paper <laughs> i seriously think you should get in touch with the the manufacturers and 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 be a programmer well you know fingers crossed fingers crossed i can I like, yeah. i can throw my hat in the ring if anybody I'll see what that. i can do uh-huh oh okay yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I've got some juice in, in some areas. All right, well, I'm glad. Oh, that you... that didn't come out right. Yeah, that sounds a little weird. That was, you know, yeah. that sounds like a like the dice setting. Yeah, yeah. So, getting getting back to the podcast. Yeah. So, then the podcast host after they come out out of the commercial, he he has a uh, a guy from one of those old eight, eight like late eighties hair metal bands mm-hmm. call in. So he's like hooked in the he's hooked that up. He can call in. And I thought it was going to be interesting, but it was really hard to listen to because the host did that thing where he thinks he has to react to everything the guest says like right. Mhm. Mhm. Right. Oh sure. Uh-huh. Like after everything so there there's never a rhythm established. Like like nobody can ever get uh, like the 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 guest can never Never get a thing going because the host is making sure nobody forgets that that he's there the entire Absolutely. time. Yeah, perfect way of saying it. And he kept inserting himself into the interview where you know he had absolutely no right to. Like, for example, the hair the hair band guy said that he he lives in Nashville now, and the host ended up talking for three minutes about when he went to a training camp in Nashville and he got lost trying to find the Parthenon one day. Uh huh. He and he just kept talking about how hot it was, and he couldn't find he couldn't find any water. But then someone gave him an Italian ice, and it had nothing to do with what the guy was talking about. Zero. Yeah, just nothing, nothing. And then at one point, the the guy in the hair metal band says that he he really likes Greta Van Fleet because they're the only new band out there playing rock and roll. Uh huh. Yeah, that he and really then, likes. Yeah. Yeah. And then he he told these really embarrassing road sex stories. And I tell you, man, he said you have to remember this was before cell phones and the Internet at least eight times. Did he say it in a voice where he says has like this this odd kind of like chuckle to himself? Like, you, oh, you got to remember heard? this is before the Internet. And the, uh, exactly. This, I mean, this exactly is before it. cell phones and the Internet. Yeah, it, like a more deranged Eddie Trunk. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, you know, I just kept going on about that. And I, I'm just so tired of these guys. You know, all they can do is, you know, recall their calcium days. You know, it's uh-huh. like, you know, it's it's 2019 now. They're, wait, they're what? Their calcium days. What is a calcium day? You know, like the good time, the good times when things were really great. Hal- Halce- Halcyon? You sure that's not the word you're trying to say? What is it? Halcyon. Spell it. H a l c y o n. Nice try making up a word on me. No, I wasn't. It's 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 calcium days because when you you think about back then. You know, p- people had had str- had more dense bone structure when they were younger. I don't know about that. That sounds misinformed. 
Uh, well, we could argue about it all night. Yeah, we're not going to, though. I can. I got nothing going on, really. Okay. Well, I'd I'd rather not. I'd rather not okay. argue about it all night. All right. Well, well, I'm just tired of these guys living in the past. You know, just talking about their their old glories. I mean, like you don't hear me constantly talking about the time I beat the ass out of Mike Tyson in 1988, do you? Wait. What? What's that? What? It, tell me about that. Well, I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, when I was um. Gosh, I was 13, I guess. Yeah, I was 13, and my dad took me to see Mike Tyson train. You know, you know how, like, you could go see, I, I don't know if they still do it or not, but you can go to, like, a boxing t- training camp, and you can watch a pro train. And he, he has sparring partners that he, he spars with, that kind of deal. Uh-huh. So my dad takes me to that, and he and Tyson's training for the Spinks fight. This is Michael Spinks. Mm-hmm. And after Tyson's done with his sparring partners, my dad asks Tyson if he could get a photo of us. And look, I love my dad, but he he was an odd bird, and his hobby was meeting a famous person and then asking them for a picture. Okay, not a picture of my dad with the celebrity, but a photo of my dad taken by the celebrity. Hold hold on, wait wait. It's a photo of just your dad. Right. Is that how I'm understanding this? Exactly, yeah. But it's taken... The celebrity operated your dad's camera. Right. Uh-huh. Okay, that's very strange. Yeah, because there's no, there's no way anyone but my dad knows the story of the photo. Yeah. That's so he can never he can never really, like... Show anyone and, and and be like, you're never going to believe who took this photo because no one is going to believe it. Because there's literally no proof. Exactly. My dad has photos of himself taken by John Wayne, Paul McCartney, Groucho Marx, Melanie Hutzel, Mother Teresa. You name it. That's a that's a that's a diverse lineup there. It is all titans. Yeah. Um. So, so anyway, my dad wanted Tyson to take our picture, but Tyson, of course, you know, he, he just didn't get the concept because it's so weird. Mm-hmm. But he did say he'd be in a photo with me. And so Tyson gets, gets next to me, and, and he does that fake sparring thing, you know, where he's kind of like acting like he's punching me in the face and stuff, and, 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 he, and he's, he's, he's tapping me. And then I, I start playing along, and I, I start gently tapping his face with, with my fist. But then for reasons I'm still not sure of, I started fully and flagrantly wailing on Tyson's face like it was a speed bag. Uh-huh. And he was totally caught, caught off guard, rightly so, and, and he didn't know what to do. And I'll tell you, it was like Ralphie punching the F out of Scott Farkas in A Christmas Story, only I did say fudge. Because my, my dad abhorred profanity unless it was coming out of his own mouth. So I'm going, you fudging dill hole, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then Tyson's corner men, they didn't know what to do either. You know, do they jump in and throttle this child or, or, or what? Yeah. They're and all, all, the while my, all the while my dad's just snapping away. Uh-huh. And the photos are just insane. And eventually one of Tyson's security guys, he, he pulled me off. 
and so Tyson, he, he was humiliated because this, you know, I was wailing on him, but he was, he was pretty banged up too. And if you'll recall, they almost canceled the Tyson Stinks fight because Tyson, I'm using air quotes here, got the flu. Okay. But that's not what happened. He almost canceled because I turned his face into a car wash. Uh huh. That's yeah. why. That's why he almost canceled the fight. Is because you, a thirteen-year-old boy, yeah, went off and and just just beat basically a thirteen-year-old boy beat Mike Tyson up. Yeah. Huh. It's crazy this, stuff, this is right? A strange. This is a strange story. It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, get, getting back to the Touchdown po- uh, podcast. At this point, the host and the hair metal guy, they, they just can't get a rhythm going. They keep talking over each other, and then one guy would stop talking, and the other guy would too, and then there'd be this five-second pause where no one's talking. And then they'd both start talking at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then it, it, they must have done this seven times, and then it was, it, it was just unlistenable. And at this point... The rest couldn't take anymore. And now we're at the half hour mark. So the game has been held up for a half hour as this guy does his end zone podcast. Yes. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and also the, the guy he's sitting on is just, he's just, he's over it too. And the guy that's being the desk is over too. And the ref just, you know, blows his whistle and he signals for the guy that has the laptop, that player, to upload it. And, and he does. Okay. Well, they got to it then. I guess they they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's basically what happened. So, I, I, I thought you might find that interesting. That your tweet actually came came to uh, to fruitation. That's very interesting. I I had no idea that that actually happened mm-hmm. in real life. It did. It came to fruitation. A fr- fruition. What's that? The that's the word you're trying to say is fruition. Uh. I don't think so. Oh, 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 no. Whoa. What? I just got a message. The wide receiver that had the, had the end zone podcast. Yeah. Well, he, he, he just asked me if I'd be his next guest if he scores tonight. He's playing again tonight. And although I just trashed him unmerciful, I, I'm going to do it because why, why wouldn't you want to be on a podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty rare air to get on a podcast. You got if you have a chance to grab that brass ring uh, in life, you should just do it. Well, I'm going to grab it because he 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 just scored. Well, there you go, uh, Sketch. I think I think he, you should get out. You should get down there, and by all means, come up with a story. Start it at the start it at a point that isn't the beginning. Either like way before it should start or halfway into it. Okay. Forgetting that people don't know the people you're talking about when you talk. Ooh, okay. Act like super, act like everyone knows who all these people are, even if they're people that you barely know. Okay. Talk about them and, and just talk about things that were funny that wouldn't translate, that like would just kind of die outside of a very small circle of people talking. These are all great notes. Yeah, uh, well, I, I think you're gonna you're gonna have a great time on the podcast. Okay, thank you. Namaste, podcast brother. Oh, yeah, right back at you, Chief. Skitch out. Okay, Skitch. We'll talk to you soon. There you go, Skitch. 
You like that, Mike? You like sketch? I like sketch. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom. How are you? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is Colette from Athens. Colette from Athens. What's going on tonight, Colette? Uh, I was just reading melodica reviews on Amazon for no real reason. Melodica reviews. You you in the market for a melodica? Uh, I mean, like, no, but I used to be. Uh, and Amazon thinks that I'm interested, so I was just reading up on them. <laughs> Keeping your finger on the pulse. Yeah. Are you, expect, are you expecting? Good. Are you expecting to be a phone a friend on uh, on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire with a <laughs> melodica category? It seems yeah shockingly specific for you to be brushing up on melodica reviews. It's the it's the algorithm, Tom. You have to follow the algorithm. Uh, you know it. Follow the algorithm. If you follow it deep enough, you'll understand yourself. That was the whole thing in uh, in. Uh, uh, all the president's men, that's how they brought Nixon down. They said, follow the algorithm. <laughs> yeah, great that I'm aging the show out. Uh, it's for people Yeah, it's 70, a little bit before my time, consciously. Yeah, yeah for people 70 or above now can, can only relate <laughs> to the things I'm talking about. Um, they got all the money. That's a prime demographic. Yeah, they do have all the money. You know what the thing is? Get a though, couple of them to write you in on their will. Yeah, that's what I need. When do I get in somebody's will? I gotta, that's that's never going to happen to me. Hey, we just uh, you get a letter in the mail. Hey, yeah, we just uh, we just went over the estate of someone and uh, they left you a good chunk of money. Now, with my thing, it's going to be more like, hey, we read over the estate for the thing and uh, yeah, they were they had your credit card number somehow. <laughs> Were, were charging their medical bills to you. Like, that's, that's yeah, I, how I'm going to find out. I feel like the, uh, what was it? Like, it's very, um, the long lost relative who puts you in the well. Like, that's always the resolution for, like, a story about a poor kid or something. Everyone knows, every, not, not everyone. I hear a fair amount about people, like, the closest. The closest I know to anybody who's got that is somebody who just like, yeah, I used to have uh, an uncle. He was so rich, and then he's not anymore. Like, <laughs> like they at one point they did have a rich relative, and then they, their the money's gone now. They put all their money in pets. dot com, and that was the end of that. Yeah, pets. dot com. Tragic. Sink all that money into. Yeah, I would have done it. That, that it was a very charming uh, company. Yeah, sock puppets. You yeah. love sock puppets. Michael, I like Michael Ian Black. I like sock puppets. I like uh, pet food being uh, dropped on my porch in the rain, uh, getting getting rained on. Yeah, I like all those things. How could I deny that? So what? A, have you won, Colette? Are you a winner? What have you won? I am. I am a winner. Um, I won like a couple of things, uh, though. I, I guess I like stopped being competitive after high school, okay. um, which is where I did the majority of my winning. Um, 
like I um, I was the champion of Lincoln Douglas debate in the city of Detroit my senior year of high school. Okay. Um, which was great. It was like this thing where, like, I was a perennial like underachiever in high school. Like, um, my teachers were always disappointed in me and uh, would um, like not yell at my mom, but would be like you know, your your son is whatever, like, just massively disappointing. I had a Latin teacher go, like, purple in the face once because I, like, got a gold medal on the national Latin exam but was failing his class. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I needed something to do, and I joined the debate team, um, and I was really good at it um, because what we were taught in debate club, I guess is what it was, is that you can say anything so long as you can find an expert to back you up. And I was really good at that. Um, So I went, like, undefeated for a year and a half um, and won uh, in my city and qualified for nationals, which were in Chicago. Okay. Um, And the first night that I was there... Um, I, you know, registered for my hotel room and I went outside and watched around Chicago. Like it was the first time I'd been in like a big city as like anything resembling like a, like semi-conscious human. Uh, and at the hotel next door, uh, was, um, Mr. International Leather, like that conference. Um, so, so the next day in my first round, um, I tanked like intentionally, like I just like, did like a um, like a stammer from like my generation or whatever during during my uh, this is unbelievable. This is, this is how good you were at debating <laughs> that you could yeah. actually you could actually tank it a little bit. Yeah, I, I I tanked it. I tanked it because if you if you lost, like they didn't send you home. So you like I had a whole like paid for weekend in Chicago, um, and because like the thing that caught my eye in Chicago. Uh, like, you know, I was, I was, um, at the time I was gay and very Catholic and, uh, stuck in Catholic high school. You know, there wasn't like much, much excitement around those parts, but Mr. International Weather was like a wild scene. So I, I lost intentionally and spent the weekend hanging out there. Oh, I see. I thought you were tanking it to like do some sort of crazy comeback and blow everybody. You just wanted to, you just wanted to <laughs> no, not be wanted... a part of it. You're like, no, I'm done with yeah. this. No, I found a new scene. That was the thing. Well, good for you. That's you got a paid vacation. Yeah, it's a different kind of inspirational story. I scammed the institution for what I wanted. <laughs> that is a true victory, Colette. I would agree. That because what what do they do? What what are these? You didn't win the thing. Who cares? Yeah, no, I mean, no one, no one, my mom kind of does, I guess, like, she still has my trophy, but I don't, um, I don't think about it very often, because um, if I did, that would be, that'd be so sad, right? Yeah, That's like, weird. people who, yeah, <laughs> people who, like, are like, uh, I was, I won state in football or whatever, but, like, several rungs below that is, like, robotics, and then, like, several rungs below that is debate. Like, it's like the yeah. lowest of the low is bragging about winning a debate trophy. Yeah, and then you're, yeah, that would be, yeah, well, you have to back, I won the debate. You're like, oh. And everybody yeah. would be like, how many times are we going to hear this debate story? <laughs> yeah, back in my day, I was really good at listening to somebody speak mm-hmm. and then saying all their points back at them and calling them dumb. Yeah. 
That, that, that was my thing. That, oh, hey, we all we all need a thing, Khaled, and you had yours. <laughs> yeah. Anything else tonight? Um, I actually I had um I had a merch idea like based off of our conversation last week, but uh-huh. it's it's uh-huh. not for you. It's for AP Mike. Of course it is. Well, yeah, what is this merch? Let, let's hear this merch idea, Colette. All right. So, um, you know how you have a book coming out? Apparently, yeah. Um, AT Mike should take his 8x10s and reformat them into bookmarks so that people have a place to save their page. Oh, this is the worst idea I ever heard. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is so good for him, so bad for me. Now, what would he be doing? He'd reformat his headshot he would into reformat book, bookmarks. Into, yeah. Oh, that's and the, sell them for however much. Oh, that's the worst. That's, that that idea makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> and I hear him laughing out there. It's one of the rare times I heard all three, all three of them out there laugh. I think, yeah. I mean, it's 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 laughable, but it's a good idea. Make that's two a, bucks a pop on them, real easy. Laminate them. Don't laminate them. Yeah, laminate. Do you think Mike's going to laminate these things? I don't know. His calendars look nice. They are nice. He wants a little pricey. He wants they're a little pricey. Well, look, yeah, Colette, Colette, you, you you get in on the lottery now. Maybe you get that twenty dollar bill is inside your calendar. The next ten, <laughs> someone gets twenty bucks sent back to them. That's good. That's a good deal. Yeah. Did, did you hear me have to? Did you hear me have to hold them upside down and shake the thank you out of them? <laughs> It was like it was like Suge Knight holding vanilla ice off the balcony, shaking him. He didn't shake as hard to get him to hand over the publishing for Ice Ice Baby as I had to do to get this guy to throw me a thank you. I tell you. I Such tell a lack you. of respect. Right? Thank you. you. Thank you, Colette. You get it. All right. I'm going to say good night. Nicole, you All right. Have a good night, Tom. You too. Bye. Yeah. No respect, huh, Mike? You know, I don't get a lot of respect. I don't get a lot. It's been a year. A lot of times in my life, I didn't get respect. This is not the first. Nah, I might go home now. I think I'm done. I might be done. No, I'm not. A giant dog. Phone number 201-332-3484. We are talking about winning. Winners only tonight. 
No losers allowed. A giant dog just heard uh, Disney from the album. Uh... What album's that from again, Mike? Pile. From 2016. One of my favorite albums ever. One of my favorite bands ever. I think they're leaning more into Sweet Spirit lately, but uh, we'll find out what's what. Best show, hi. Hello? Hi, hello, welcome to the hey, best Bob. show. Yes, hi. How's to it whom? going? It's going well. To whom am I speaking? Uh, hello? Hello, hi. Hey, sorry, the bed music was really loud. Yeah, the time. bed music's really loud for the callers. I don't know what's, uh, is there anything, is there a knob that can be turned, my friends? Is there a knob? Pat, I shut it. I shut it off. Pat said big deal. Pat said big deal. Oh, what, now what's your name, caller? This is Mike from Philadelphia. Mike from Philadelphia. So this knob. Hold on one second, Mike. So this knob means I can turn it up, and the callers can hear the music. This if I want them to hear it. If you want them to hear it, you turn up that knob. I turn this knob. Yeah. This knob. That knob. But yeah. if I don't want them to hear it, I keep it down. Right. Crank it up. Right. All right. Thank you. I'll mark it so you. Thank. Oh, thank. Oh, thank you, Dudio. Thank you. I like it. New. This is, this is the results. I like it. It's a new era. New era. Mike from Philadelphia. What's up, Mike? Not too much. You know, hanging out with the dog, listening to the best right, show. What's your dog's name? Penny. What? Her name's Penny. Penny. Mm-hmm. Now, wow, wow. What kind of dog is Penny? She's like a chihuahua thing. She's looking at me like a little embarrassed right now, I think. Wow, that's sweet. That's sweet. Penny. Let's hear Penny bark. Can you get Penny to bark? Penny, come here. Penny, come here. Bark. She doesn't do it on command, only when she's not supposed to, you know? That's okay. That's a mailman and things. So to what do I owe the pleasure of this call? Uh, yeah, I wanted to call and talk about the topic at hand. Winning. Let's hear it. Well, uh, it's not really a, a solo win. It was more of like a collective victory. Mm-hmm. Uh, but last year I, I worked for a theater and we were named best movie theater in the great state of New Jersey. The best movie theater in New Jersey. Now let me figure out which theater this must have been. Hold, don't give me a hint. Don't give me a hint. I won't. The best theater in New Jersey, is it in Montclair? It is not. Uh, give me a hint where it might be. Uh, near a, a university. Princeton. Correct. Which theater? Is this Montgomery Theater? No, no. We run the Princeton Garden Theater. What's that? It's a little two-screen Oh, I know that place. Thing. I know that one. Yeah. It's all on the corner. It's on the corner. Yeah. What's playing there now? Uh, we have the, the, the Oscar shorts. Uh, we have that movie Cold War. It's a really great one. Okay. Uh, Steel Street Could Talk. Great. So you have some 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 uh, some classy movies playing. You always have classy movies playing there. 
That's our that's our thing. And you run that place? I, I do the programming for it, so I do all, right. all the old. I pick all the old movies. Right, what's and, the? You, this is what we got to figure out right now. Okay. How do I get in for free to that theater anytime I want? Listen, you have a lifetime membership. If 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 why am I finding this out? Why am I finding this out now? I've been you know, to that just, theater. I saw the uh, I'm not there at that theater. The Bob Dylan thing. Uh huh. I've seen other things there. Well, that was before we we took. But over. I know who this is. I knew this. And then, and let me guess: when you're at that theater, what 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 do you e cigs for legs? Is that what you got? <laughs> I haven't seen any e cigs for legs walking it's in. You. It's you. It's you, isn't it? Off it is. It's you. You rat. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I if only if only it were me. All right, it's not you. Not me. Because for people who don't know, there's a guy who keeps calling the show, and he always goes. Uh, He'll lead me on on a thing. He'll say exactly what I want to hear, and then he says something like, and then I went to the thing, and then uh, somebody stood up, and they had e-cigs for legs, and he hangs up. You're sure it's not you? I'm positive. You know, I walk around this city and try to make eye contact with people thinking that it's the e-cigs for legs guy. Uh Because I know it's one of my fellow Philadelphians. Uh Uh-huh. Walking and hiding in plain sight, you know. Somebody told me who the who the E six for legs person is, but I've yet to I've yet to close the to conclude the the uh, the investigation. You'll catch him. Yeah, I think I just did. Slow and steady. I think I just did. I think it's you. I think it's you. You sneak. You sneak. You're gonna get me to show up at that dumb theater and give some. I'm gonna go up to that theater. I'm gonna just say. Uh, you can get me to go up there and just say uh, parachute pants as if that's like the code word to get in free. And then the person's going to go, what? Um, yes, I'd like two for vice, please, and parachute pants. Yeah, we don't have a movie called Parachute Pants playing here. Oh, no, I spoke to the programmer of the uh, the venue, and he said that I just say a code word and I can get in for free. Parachute pants. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's you, isn't it? Just say it's you. Just admit it. It's you. I, I, no, I, I wish I, I, – I, I can't be that conniving. I, I, don't, I don't think I could do it. All right. So what, what, what are you calling about? You won your movie theater, won this thing. We won the best in the, in the state. For what? You From know, what? Well, what well, who awarded you that? You know, it was a, the the newspaper uh, conglomerate, NewJersey dot com, and and you know the the readers. Yeah. If you know so much about that theater, tell me what's the name of the chain restaurant on your street? Name one of the chains. What name of the one ch- of the chains? One of the chains one. that's within a block. Uh, Panera that's Panera funny. Bread. Name the other one. Uh, well, there's a Starbucks. I feel like you know these these this could be anywhere in America, right? Well, it's I, we're right next to PJ's Pancake House. That's true, you are next to PJ's Pancake House. Yeah, that's one of those places where it's like they close at like one in the afternoon, and they make all their money on like a sa- on Saturday and Sunday, right? Where it's just suddenly like, yes, it's a four hour wait for pancakes. They, yeah, they, they, yeah, they've cornered the market on pancakes. Everybody 
That's that's when you that's when you eat pancakes. That's Why don't when you do a tie-in? Why don't you do a tie-in? Why don't you do pancakes and mo- like a movie pancake kind of thing with them? That's not a bad idea. What what would be a good pairing? Um, no, you just go and you can get uh pan- you get the pancakes brought over. You have little screens in front of each seat. You can order pancakes from. Can you imagine seeing a good movie at one of those places? You know those theaters where you go in and they go and they're just like. They have like the the like the the food service at it. Can you imagine oh, like yeah. a movie you like care about with that? Like you're trying to like pay attention to, and like so, watching a PTA movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm at the theater. Yeah. I'm watching Phantom Thread, and so you're like, oh, here's your uh, here's your caramel sundae. Uh, <laughs> I just want to let you know that uh, we are going to uh, the kitchen is going to close in 20 minutes, so. If there's anything else you want, and like I'm missing the entire what mushrooms? Wait, what was that with <laughs> mushrooms? I I don't know. I saw mushrooms on the screen or something. I don't know what that was. And then I'm just confused. Hi, I just want to let you know uh, we were out of the the crushed walnuts uh, for the Sunday, so we uh, we didn't put them on. So if that what he did what now? Yeah. That's why if you go to the thing, I saw Neighbors 2 in one of those things. Yeah. And then I actually was said to the person, hey, you want, you mind, uh, you can sit down and talk to me. I said to the, to the, to the, to the server, I was like, come on, sit down and talk to me. This movie, this movie's not too hot. Sit down. Let's talk while we watch Neighbors 2 together. Neighbors 2 was funny because they had all these, like, references to Neighbors 1 that, like, I couldn't remember anything. And, like, they kept, like, referring to things as if, like, they were the most classic moments in all of cinema history. Yeah, that that movie posits that, like, that Seth Rogen, Zac Efron collaboration just changed the world of movies. Somehow I was like, they're like, yeah, we got the thing with the car seat. I'm like, what? was Maybe that was the thing in the first one? I don't exactly remember. But they're doing it as if it's like like uh, Back to the Future or something where they're talking about the car or, so, you know, like, or the Death Star. <laughs> so, uh, well, congrats on your, on your, your, your victory. Uh, it's well-deserved. I appreciate it. You know. Yeah, and email, you, me ever... email me the code word to get me in that theater for free. All right, will do. We're showing, we're showing uh, Herzog in the spring, so... What what are you going to show? It's Corraldo. Fitz Corraldo, where he takes the boat up a hill, and then he does he get it down the other side of the hill? Tune in! Go to the Princeton <laughs> Theater to find out if the boat gets down the other side of the hill. <laughs> It'll take us three hours to get there, but we'll we'll go together. So, And he's got a record player. Yeah. Good movie. Good flank. Yeah. Why don't you pair it with the documentary? Why don't you play the documentary with it too? Burden of Dreams. My my best my best fiend. No, Bur- Burden of Dreams. Oh, Burden of Dreams, right. Yeah. Come on. I thought you were a you're a film guy. I know, I, I just I embarrassed myself. Yeah. No, that's the Klaus Kinski movie, not the uh, Fitzcarraldo one. Come on, tighten it up, Mike. You're supposed to be a programmer? What else you got coming up? What's a spe- another special thing you got coming up? Uh, Green, Grease doing, sing-along, got a Grease sing-along coming up? No, nothing like that. We're doing uh, Space Space is the Place, 
the face of the Sun Ra movie. Why don't you do a Grease sing-along? I'll go to that. We did a Grease sing-along one time. Why don't you do it again? Go Grease yo, Lightning, yo, Roman of the Quotoma. Grease Lightning, go Grease Light, right? Yeah. I had to lead the, the, the vocal exercises. You had to lead for the Grease. What's another sing-along thing you can do? We could do Sound of Music. Mamma Mia? Can you do Mamma Mia sing-along? Yeah, people ask us for that all the time. What's the rights clearance with that? What, do you got to go get a print of the movie, and then you, you, can you just say, hey, we're doing a sing-along with this, and then they do they have a problem with that? No, no, they, they, they are thrilled. Why don't you do Grease, why don't you do Mamma Mia sing-along? Mamma Mia? Yeah. I can count on you, uh... Singing the loudest, coming in and singing. I'll go up the aisle, right? Yeah. What, what other ones can you do sing-alongs for? You know, I'm sure there's a Rocky Horror sing-along. Yeah, don't, don't um, do that. You don't want those people in your theater. Yeah, we did We did. Uh, Stop Making Sense. You'll get Jake Fogel uh, and will fly out for that one. We can do, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we did. We did stop making sense with a friend of Tom, with uh, John Solomon. That's cool, right? Yeah, and that was kind of like a sing along. Everybody was singing, dancing in the aisles. Yeah, I like when they do their funky version to "Take Me to the River." <laughs> Nothing better. Yeah, I would left if I was at that concert. I would have left. All since like, wait, these guys are doing "Take Me to the River." Yeah, I think I'm gonna beat the traffic. <laughs> Not my favorite moment. Talking Heads doing that. But, why don't you do a sing-along? Do, uh, what's another one? Do do Bye Bye Birdie sing-along. We could do that. That'd be great. That was my, I was I played Conrad Birdie in my eighth grade, uh, yeah, you, grade musical you and, version. You and Chris Gethard. You and Chris Gethard. Just young, one of the ways we're young, like. Young Conrad Birdies. Um, yeah. Yeah. We we could organize some things at this theater. I'll I'll put your theater out of business with my ideas. That's my Look, goal. that's I'll, my I'll goal now. You, I'll give you a guest programming slot at the theater. Why don't you run uh, Avengers? Endgame. Avengers. What about if we do this? We show all the Marvel movies at once. But, like concurrently, like at the same at the same moment. exact time. I think they'd line up pretty well. We just start projecting them on top of each other, <laughs> right? Yeah. All the Marvel movies at once. I think that's a good thing. Or just run the, and then you'll do a special thing. Batman versus Superman. Only the 10 minutes that Wonder Woman's in the movie. You just run the 10 minutes of her fighting. Is this over top of the... No, this is, the set, this is the other screen in your theater. Oh, okay. Yeah, because we only have two. So. Batman versus Superman. Dawn of Justice. Only the good stuff. Five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> All right, buddy. I love it. Yeah, thank I love you. It. I love it. I love it too. I'll see you soon, Mike. Best show. Hi. Hey, Tom. Best show. Hi. Hey. Yes. Hey. Hello. Hello. Hey, this is Tom. This is Tom. Yes. Hey. Uh, I, uh, I want to talk to you about Lou Reed. What do you want to know? Well, uh, I, uh, after listening to the sound collage, I was reminded about, um, something I was listening to on dangerousminds.net a couple weeks ago. I've been reading through their, uh, archive, 
just going through their website, um, and something they had posted in 2017, apparently Lou Reed and John Cale had spent like an hour or two on, um, WPIX, WPIX radio. Yeah. In 1979. And, uh, they've got all the audio of my friend, my friend, you, who do you think you're talking to? My friend, (laughs) have you you heard it? uh, My friend, have I heard it? Have I heard it? Have I heard it? How dare you ask me, have I heard that? Tom, I just want to say right now, since I got you on the line, you have changed my life. Oh, and also, wait, and also you, made, you have made it impossible for me to listen to any other podcast. I cannot oh, listen. Listen, you guys have having some fun. He's hosting a radio show. He's having having fun and you don't get that a lot with him. You you know what I mean? Obviously, you know what I mean. The nice thing about is about what do they call black music is that we call now is colored music, Negro music. Them. Sorry. You know, them, them and their records. They do it really great. It's about sex. You know, they were always afraid about rock and roll because it's about sex. It's like very, very complimentary to sex. It's very in favor of sex. You know, I don't think I don't think things going on today are so pro-sex. Like, I think disco is pro-sex. I like mindless disco, you know, because, no, because, you know, it's just like when I was... All right. Yeah, maybe it's not a but, home run. And, and here's a great point. That yeah, I didn't say this. Brought up, yeah, what's uh, that? It, uh, I, I don't want to cut you off. That's all right. What's your name again, my friend? This is Dylan from North Carolina, man. I've been listening for a long time, but I just got to, I just... I'm, I got a lot of social anxiety, so I, I, Dylan, I really would just like to listen. You don't sweat it for a second, Dylan. You don't sweat it for a second. You're here with me. We're doing great. Here's my thing. I, I've done a lot of drugs, and here's my thing. There's a great point that's brought up. Once John Cale walks in, Lou says, do you think drugs corrupt kids, John? And John says, no, I think it pacifies them. And that is on point. And, but Lou follows up with, I think it stimulates them. That, and honestly, I love Lou Reed, but that is an ignorant, I hate to say it, but I think that's an ignorant statement from Lou. And how old is he in 1979? Uh, he's probably 38 at that point. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I, honestly, that's, I, I'm 28 right now, but I'm, that's, and that's, that's, that's not true. Drugs do, nullify you, dull your senses, they don't make you a better musician. Well, Jimi Hendrix is the exception on that, honestly. <laughs> no, nah, look, people focus on the moment when they're just like, yeah, man, we wrote this Sweet Emotion, we were all high. And they're just like, well, what about the other 9,000 times you were high? Did you write? Oh, yeah, you, like- you couldn't create it, right. Yeah. The other nine times, the other 9,000 times you are high, you, you didn't. Or the other 9,000 9, bands that were high, Never got a record deal, right? That's right. Well, Dylan, you're doing all right, buddy. You're doing all right. 
Hey, man, I, I want to get you online. I also want to ask you, what do you think about The Bells, his album in 1979? Lester Benz gave it a good review. And that blew my mind because I did not like that album. Well, you might want to go back to it and check you like it out. It? Yeah, it's got some good stuff. Now, look, it's got some not so, so good stuff on it, but The Bells? The actual song, The yeah. Bells? No, no, the, the whole album. I mean... I just, I can't get into it. I, I love Louis. I mean, I, of course he's got some albums that aren't great, but I, I love maybe like half of his albums. Definitely New York and some of his later stuff and his earlier stuff, but the bells just does not yeah, well, click look, for me. Yeah, look, the, 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 the disco song's not so hot on that. Listen to that last song. Dude, huh? Listen to the title. Do you know what I heard? He wanted David Bowie to, pro- to produce some of those disco songs. That would have been good. Wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> would have been good. But, it, but anyway, right. yeah, man. I, I love your show, and yeah, I can't listen to Hollywood Handbook anymore. I can't listen it? to any other, Why, any other podcast Holly- anymore. Why, you don't like Hollywood Handbook? Why? What, what happened, Dylan? Because you're the man. Once Thank I started you. listening to you, look, I, I came on late, but um, I, uh, I've... I'm unemployed right now, and so I've been, I've really caught up on a lot of that WFMU stuff and all your, all your stuff since you've back on the, since you've been back on the podcast stuff. And, uh, uh, I, I just, they, I, I realized what you said, I think it was last week when you said, what was it that you said about, um, uh, the comments on the Reddit, um, how much can you, the, what was it? How much can you recycle that 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 thin water? That's thin you, soup, you, baby. I probably said it's thin soup. Thin, thin soup, thin soup. That's yeah, I was like, soup. that's exactly it. That's thin soup. You don't worry, but you don't worry, but Dylan, you don't worry. I'm reti- uh, Yeah, am I retired from appearing on Hollywood Handbook? Yes. Is it? Is it entirely due to? It's, and it was great, but um, but but yeah, I can't. I, I definitely used to listen to, to comedy bang, but. Bang Bang and uh, Hollywood Handbook, but but yeah. I realized that your show provides a, 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 a platform for new creativity, and That's it's right. a real show, and it's a you know it's, it's a real deal. And I realized these other, these other shows aren't. Yeah, that's right. I think and, I appreciate and that, and you, that's said, the you said it. You said it. I couldn't say it. Thank you, buddy. All right, yeah, man. It's great you. talking to you. Okay, you take care. Bye. Yeah, the guy said he's he's not wrong. He says it's a platform for new creativity in these other shows. As I was saying, do I like Hollywood Handbook? Yeah, I love it. Am I not going to appear on it anymore? Yeah, absolutely. I'm done. I'm done. I'm retired from it. Is it because of the uh, the the Reddit? Yeah, entirely. They drove me off the show. I will never go back. You couldn't pay me. Uh, yeah, you could pay me a uh, hundred and ten thousand dollars for me to uh, go back on. That's my fee. There you go. So, yeah, that's it. And uh, I guess I hope all the people on that Reddit can bust each other up about uh, hot dog sandwiches or whatever. They they get their jollies about, uh, you know, I, I actually, uh, you know, God bless you. God bless you. Yeah, take it, take it all the way down the line, guys, all the way down the line. God bless you. Don't you like when somebody says, God bless you, where it's clear they're saying something else? God bless you. It's clear I'm not saying that. 
Speaking of WFMU, I do want to say uh, X-Ray Burns, a DJ uh, host on uh, Sundays on WFMU with Glenn Jones. Uh, he uh, he passed away on Sunday, and uh, it's a huge loss. He was one of the uh, really funny guy and a really uh, interesting uh, guy. Personality kind of like no other, There's a, and it's a real shame because uh, that show has been uh, an anchor for the Sunday, uh, for for WFMU in, in its entirety, not just for Sundays, for the entirety of the station. That show is as much of a foundation as any element on WFMU, and it has been there, and it represents the, the station, and it rep- represents the state of New Jersey, and uh, X-Ray and Glenn have done that show for a long time, and it's a legendary show and x-ray uh is and will always be a legendary broadcaster and um you know on a personal note i did not i did not know him i would say hi to him and stuff he was always nice uh so uh yes it's a huge loss for for both the station and for radio and for people who are friends of his so uh yeah by all you know it's a huge loss so uh, rest in peace to X-Ray Burns. Uh, he was, he really was, uh, you know, people say there's only one of somebody and it's like, that's somebody there's only one of. And that guy, uh, found a way to do his thing to the utmost every week and be, uh, who he wa- was and be really entertaining doing it. And people responded to it. And it's a, it's a, it's not an easy thing to, be that kind of performer and um he most definitely was and it's a real uh tragedy and loss and uh you know the, my condolences to his family and friends and uh to everybody at WFMU best show oh uh hi Tom this is Eli from Los Angeles Eli from Los Angeles, what's, oh. up? what's up, Eli? I, you know, I I heard uh, I heard that there were some Hollywood Handbook fans kind of kind of running running their mouths, I guess. So yeah, that's fine. Yeah, they they, they flapped their they flapped their gums. They did. They mission accomplished for them, though. They ran me off the show. God bless them. Well, well, you know, I just I just feel terrible about the whole thing. Oh, um, you don't worry, but you don't worry about. This. I have enough appearances. I have enough appearances. Uh, on it, you can you can you can enjoy all the the past glories, and oh, uh, uh, certainly yeah, yeah. Um, that would be great. until I have them taken down, of course, and uh, oh. deleted. That's my next uh, thing. I'm going to scrub any trace of me from uh, Hollywood Handbook uh, or Earwolf. Uh, the appearances will oh, well, not that, be available. That, that's totally uh, your prerogative, of course. But uh, you know, obviously, if, and I respect your decision. But if you do change your mind that would be really cool but you know well you're sweet to um, say that and uh, i will keep it in mind it's not going to happen though i did my run there i leave on top i leave on top maybe i went one that's true one, maybe i went one episode too long should have left one episode earlier but so be it what are you going to do well, I had a good you, you know it's, a, it's, it's the oldest story there is you know that you, you go and you do the thing and people don't appreciate it and then Nah, they realize they're they'll, wrong. They'll, yeah. they'll appreciate when they when they got uh, the ninth uh, ninth uh, uh, recurrence of some of these bench warmers that uh, that do the show. 
they'll, that's when they'll appreciate it. Um, right. Uh, okay. Thank you. Buddy. Well, uh, uh, yeah, I have one for the for the topic oh, also. Do? Okay, let's hear it. Yeah. Winning. What's the what? What did you win, Eli? Well, it was sort of. It's more based on the fact that the person in the situation, like based on they said it was a win, so I take it as a win. I didn't actually win like an award, I guess. But uh-huh. I met um, like in 2010. I met like John Dardino from the Mountain Goats. Sure. But I didn't like. I wasn't sure at first because it wasn't like a like I didn't. It was also like kind of before he was on Colbert and everything, and so I wasn't sure. But I was in the acoustic guitar room in, in the guitar center, and he came in, and so I thought, well, maybe it's him. So I started playing like uh, No Children, um, uh, like to see if it was him. Yeah. And then he kind of noticed, and then I felt bad because I thought like, well, maybe he thought I was making fun of him. So I was Are like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm just a big. What's, what's that? You said, I'm sorry, I'm just a big fan? Oh, yeah, I was like, sorry, I'm a big fan, because I'd never really, like, but he was like, oh, no, it's fine, this has never really happened to me before, so this is kind of a win-win for both of us. Yeah, so. no, it's a, it's a, so, it's a, that's a special moment. That's a nice moment you created. Uh, yeah, it was, like, perfect, like, it went better than I could have, like, even thought, like, oh, maybe he'll think it's okay or whatever, but. That's but great. That was, yeah. Anybody so would be flattered by that. Anybody. Yeah. Cool. You, you, you created a nice moment. Um, well, that's great to hear. You um, won. Thanks. You did win. All right. All right. Have a great day. Well, uh, oh, um, in cars, I was thinking, unless you're done, or did you figure out where you would be in cars? No, I don't want to talk about that anymore. Okay, that, no that, worries. All right. Well, have a good night. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, I don't want to be called, why are we going to get called a, almost, I almost said the F word. I almost, I really, I started to. Did you hear that, Mike? I actually said, we can say I'm a Model T. Next, best show, hi. Hi, Tom. Hi, to whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Pat from D.C. Pat um, from D.C., what's yeah. up, Pat? Uh, well, although I'm actually not in D.C. right now, which um, leads to my uh, uh, addition to the topic about where, 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 where are you at, Pat? Um, I'm in Syracuse, which okay. is where I grew up and at my parents' house. Okay. Um, and where today I uh, picked up paper and went to the section where the crosswords are. And uh, right on the front page of the section, there's a big picture we read. Um, and I get excited. Uh, then go on to read that um, the local uh, Syracuse Area Music Awards uh-huh. decided to Award Lou Reed with a Lifetime Achievement Award. He went to school up there. Yes, yeah. Um, but that just seemed to me to be a really, like, pathetic attempt to uh, really latch on the coattails of, you know, I mean, five years after Lou died and eh. 55 years after he graduated. What are you going to do? It's an, look, maybe it's an I take it as a nice gesture. Yeah, it's a nice gesture. It just uh I just like to think about what uh what Lou would have thought of that. I I bet you he would have been into it. Yeah. Because he was he liked going to that school. Yeah. He uh that's where he met his have... big his big hero, uh Delmore Schwartz. Delmore, yeah. Yeah. And where he met where he met Sterling. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, which was a big fact to me as growing up as the uh 
one weirdo kid in the 90s who was obsessed with the Velvet Underground, <laughs> then to find out that they, you know, we sort of had a start here mm-hmm. when there's yeah. nothing else in Syracuse. <laughs> That's right. You can walk those streets and uh, yeah. walk that campus and you know where he came up with that stuff. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, he uh, mentioned Jimmy Brown and. Yeah. And uh, actually, they use Velvet Underground song in like FU commercials, you know, they play during, uh, during the sports games on TV, which. What song are they playing? Black Angels, uh, that song? Head Held High, I think. Okay. Right. Sure. Got but, uh, the, you got something for yeah. the topic, buddy? Well, well that, that struck me, um, the topic, but my only winning really had, were in the uh, world of middle school academic competitions. Okay, what did you win? My, my pre- well, I won the school geography B twice and then qualified for states twice. Um, and then I went to states in math team and science Olympiad too, which, yeah, I've been riding on those for years. Look, you did it. Yeah. Well, you, show, actually, you showed them but, all. Yeah. Well, um, funny story from my uh, Science Olympiad victory is that when we got to States, and then, you know, there were like 20 or 30 different competitions in it, and each one would give medals, you know, bronze, silver, and gold. And the only, me and another friend were the only people to uh, win a medal from our school. And we won the silver in one of the competitions. So we get called, you know, we get called up at the big ceremony, you know, in the basketball arena where there's thousands of people there. Um, and it's a big moment of victory. I get a silver medal and somebody would put it around my neck. And somehow I managed to knock over the big board with all the medals that uh-huh. were to be given out the rest of the thing and just messed up the whole thing. <laughs> So you knocked all, over everybody's medal. Yeah. Yeah. Look, go big. You went big. It, yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I. Good for you. Hey, at least you know I made it memorable. Good for you. You go. You, you went big. I salute yep. you. Yep. You went back. I tip all my right. hat to you. You did it. You made your mark. All right. All right. Well, thank buddy. you, Tom. You have a great night. All right. Best show. Hi. Hey, Tom. This is Rob from Rochester. How are you? A lot of upstate uh, New York calls tonight. What's going on with that? Yeah. How are you, Rob? <laughs> hey, um, last week, you know how someone called and was unable to play the Love Cats by the Cure on the double bass? That's right, yes. Was that you? Uh, no, unfortunately it was not. I can't play the double bass like no, that. Fortunately, but... look, that dude couldn't play it either. So... Um, what I did, because I am a DJ, I dubbed in his bass line oh, over you, the original you webcast. You sent me that. You sent me that. I didn't get a chance to <laughs> listen to it yet. Let's see. Where is it? What's your name now? I'm Rob from Rochester. Rob. There we go. Rob. I see the email right now. All right. I'm going to play this. Which one should I play? Um, The longer one, the one-minute one. The one that's called Love Cats? Yeah. All right. I'm trusting you. This better not be filthy. You better not be no, sending not me filthy. some, uh, this better not be some, uh, 
some uh, party record you just sent me. All right, buddy. Let's check this out. So, because last week a guy called and I, I he said he was a double bass player, and I asked him to play. It's like, ah, oh, you're a big double bass player. And play bass line for Love Cats by The Cure, and he couldn't do it. So then you put his bass. Okay, let's see. Let's just hear. This is you putting his bass over the actual song Love Cats. Can you hear that? Yeah, I can hear it. Oh, this is horrifying. That's horrifying. That's like, I mean, I, I thank you for doing that, but that's, yeah, that's rough. I, I think it definitely proves your point. Yeah, that dude, that dude missed, uh, he might be great when he's playing his uh, Mozart or whatever he's playing, but uh, he can't hang with the cure. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> Thanks. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom, how are you? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is Tom from North Carolina. I had a story about winning something. What do you got? Let's hear it. You sound like a winner. You sound like a real a real go-getter. Uh, I don't know about that, but um, I won a radio contest when I was a kid, uh, maybe like fourth or fifth grade. Okay. And um, it was, uh, excuse me, it was a, a radio contest that they had, I think maybe it was, weekly or maybe daily but um it was called what's the connection and they would play three songs and you would have to guess the connection between each between the three songs okay and, and uh, name the songs let me see if i can figure the connection out okay the first song that they played was space hog in the meantime Are you familiar? that song yeah, yeah. I foolishly was about to ask if you were familiar with it, but that's exactly the song. What's the second song? Uh, Silver Chair. Uh, I think it's called Tomorrow. Is that the one that's like, Hey, around there, fat boy, fat boy, wait till tomorrow, that one? Yes, yes. Okay. The third song is Hook by Blues Traveler. Hunk? Hook? Hook. The, you know, the Blues Traveler song where he kind of, he does a little rap at the end? Is that the one that's like, second in, second in, second in, ten, 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 is that Hook? Is that what that song's called? Yes. Are you renting ten, I rent Berlin, that one, hardly the way. I didn't know that was called Hook. Yeah, that's what he, he's saying, the Hook, uh, that's the chorus, he's like, uh, the Hook, Okay, something. so I know the thing you said, that all three of those songs uh, suck. Right. Is that what, then you won? They said, yeah, you win? Well, they wouldn't have accepted that. Uh-huh. Let's see. Silver Chair. I'm writing it down. Silver Chair, Space Hog, and Blues Traveler. What do those three songs have in common? Well, we all know that Silver Chair from Australia. Right? That's true. 
And we know that Blues Traveler from New York City. And then we know Space Hog, I believe, are from England. Uh, so that's not the connection. Uh, unless it's that they're from three different places. Unless that's the one thing they have in common is their uncommonality. Uh, let's think now. So is, does it have to do with the titles of the songs? No. Tomorrow. Let me just write here. Tomorrow. So I can just see this laid out. Tomorrow. And the other song's called In the Meantime? Yes. And in Blues Travel, it's called Hook. Let's see. Uh, all three of them don't have harmonicas on it. I'm going to assume that's not it. It's not a, It's not that they all have harmonicas on it. That's not it, right? That's not it. And it's not that all three songs are terrible. It's not that. It's not that, but I, I, I mean, I don't. I'm ready to jump in whenever you want me to to help you, but I, I don't want this to turn into like a long drawn out. No, no, I want to guess this. Give me a hint. Well, my first hint would just be that you don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. Yeah, you're you're being really smart about it, and you should be really dumb about it. Silver chair is silver chair. Huh. Space hog. Does that have to do with the band names? It, um, in the case of one of the bands, yeah. I don't know. What is it? Well, the connection is... This is the um, E-Sigs for Legs. Guy. This is where I'm going to get torched now. Now, what is it? Oh, God. no. God. No, sir. The, uh, the connection is that um, Space Hog is called Space Hog. With, uh, they have Hog in the name. Um silver chair the song says fat boy and then john popper himself was just an overweight man sure, well that's a charming uh trivia that's a that's a real that's a that's a real corker of a thing yeah uh, well congratulations to whatever radio station wrote that one do you do you want to know um and to, and to your, it's your, de- your demented mind for actually figuring what are you uh what are you a serial killer uh, I mean, at the time, I was a little kid. No, you sound like a psych. You sound like a sociopath. Sounds like, like, was it seven? You sound like a, you sound like you should be working for the police department because you can because you think like them. You know what I mean? Like, be like, what's your name again, Junior? My name's Tom. Tom, that's right, little boy. Um, they'd be like, uh, they bring in little Tom, and they'd be just like, we got the, uh, there's four dead people. And here are all the clues. And then you'd look at it and we know that you, you're only seven, but you've got a mind like them. You think like the serial killers. And you'd look at all the, you'd be like sitting in a room staring at crime photos, putting yarn on pins. On Trying to map. figure out the connection. Yeah, and you'd go, the connection is that the, no, you'd be like, the connection is that the killer's mutilating their faces, which <laughs> that would be you. Yeah, and then we we would catch seven. Then you'd catch seven, yeah. Um, that that's a charming. That's a charming. Uh, you're a charming little boy, little Tommy. I, I uh. Did they call I you Tommy I'm... when you were a kid? Oh, they sure did. Some still do. Do you not like it? 
Honestly, I don't mind. I, I don't think too much about it. And I have younger members of my family that call me that, and it's fine. But you don't call yourself Tommy. No, I don't. No, that that wouldn't fit if you call call yourself Tommy. Did you go through? The, did you? Were you called Tommy? Yeah, of course I was. Yeah, and I, I and as an adult, I can only accept it from a few people. And that list is shrinking, actually. <laughs> I, 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 I never liked it. I never liked being called Tommy. I think I, I changed it. It changed over for me when I when I went to um, middle school and I was just uh, answering roll call and I just never corrected the person. And that's basically when it changed for me. It wasn't like an active act of like shifting it over to mm-hmm. maturity. It just sort of happened. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> well, so what did you win? Oh, um, so they don't really say what the prize is on the air, but I, I was just so excited to have won something and to, um, well, to call into a radio show. And so I'm, I'm continuing that, but they, they told me to come down to the, uh, Station, and so I had to get my mom to drive me to the radio station to collect my prize. Yeah, and I went to the office and to the front desk, and they gave me an envelope, and it wasn't even in the the envelope itself. I had to then go to a grocery store, so we drove to a food line grocery store, and then the prize that I actually won was a um, like a frozen pizza. And a six pack of twenty ounce Coke Coke bottles, and it was a really bad frozen pizza. That's charming. That is it's a win. That's a what is this gummo? That's <laughs> the most depressing thing I ever heard. So you win a but, thing by pointing out uh, the the theme of of uh, obesity or whatever whatever the theme is in this fun contest that some Rochester <laughs> DJ put together. And North Carolina, North Carolina. And then you, and then you go, and you, uh, you got to get your mom to drive you for three three dollars worth of merchandise at a grocery store, a frozen yeah, like, pizza and some soda, which like, is an unhealthy food. Also, unhealthy food. Right. But do you know how proud I was? I kept a bottle of that Coke for too long. Oh, sure just you to- did. I'm sure. Remember? You, no, you could. You could. You were so proud of yourself, and you should have been. You won a contest. Yeah, I was a winner. Yeah, for one minute you were a winner. Right? When did it? Yeah. Did, when did it dawn on you? Just like, eh, I don't know if this win is sustaining me exactly. Um, I can't say for sure, but I don't have that Coke bottle anymore. I'll tell yeah, you that. I would hope. I would hope not. All right, young man. Have a great night. Best show. Hi. Hey, Tom. How you doing? Uh, I'm all right. Who's this? Uh, this is Mike from Toronto. Mike from Toronto. Is this the good guy what? or the bad guy? The good guy. The good this guy. This is the good guy. The nemesis, your nemesis. Yeah. What's up, buddy? Uh, um, I was just uh, I was, I was a little uh, bothered by the, the Hollywood Handbook guys. The, and by guys, I mean the uh, their followers on Reddit. Look, the, uh, the Hollywood Handbook guys themselves. And for people who don't know, Hollywood Handbook is this. Oh, here here comes. Hold on. Okay, let me just say this. It's, don't don't move. 
Mike said, this is what Mike says to me. He comes and he hands me a note. Only two more calendars. So you sold eight calendars during the show? Yeah, yeah. And you need two more to get to the ten. Yeah. Well, I'll say this. If you get to the ten and, and you get even an eleventh one, we'll do it again for the next ten. Nice. And he writes on the thing, thank you so much. The most sarcastic. <laughs> I have never come closer to cursing on the air than I am tonight. I have almost said the F word so many times on the show tonight. Thank you. Sarcastic. I tell you. You said it a few times on Hollywood Handbook. Oh, I, I'll curse on that. And I'll say this. is Hollywood Handbook. They're nice guys. They're nice guys. I'm friends with both of them. Sure, but who are these creeps on Reddit? Oh no, the creep. Look, they're fans. They're fans. These are weird. These are weird uh, uh, disempowered people who get a a rush. These are these are the people who who uh, who who work as as like uh, 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 they work as like healthcare professionals or nurses, and then they (laughs) then they unplug someone from the machine, and then they get to run in the room and save them. They're like the fire, the person at the fire department who starts the fire to be the first one at the fire. It's a, it's a, they, it's a mental, it's a mental uh, defect, and they've I, got, they've got it, uh, they've got bucket loads of it, and uh, uh, they. I, I just wanted to they say made it clear, that, so that, that, I'm, with I'm, that, out, without, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. You want to make think, what? Tom, with, without, without, without the best show, you've been doing this since what the Clinton administration. Well, it sounds. Since it's some version, do you think there would really be a Hollywood Handbook without the best show? Yeah, no, of course not. No, they 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 already told me the Hollywood Handbook said that they they've uh, stolen my playbook for their show. They've pretty much no, they didn't say that. That sounds yeah. terrible. I'm, no, but I'm, I'm not blaming those look, guys. But but look, look they're but, the funniest but, uh, guys. They're the funniest guys in the game. I'll say Hollywood Handbook, funniest guys in the game. Uh, well, I, I I respectfully disagree. But it's well, your problem. you and Mike. Who's funnier? Who's funnier? You and Mike. No, you of course not. Well, not me and Mike. Yikes! What do you don't want <laughs> me in with him? Not me and John. Me and Mike. <laughs> I said you and Mike and John. You put John <laughs> after Mike. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little nervous here. <laughs> uh, calm down, buddy. You're doing great. So the uh, thing I'll say is, look. Look, yeah, of course I'm, of course I'm funnier. I know that. I know that. I don't sweat that part. I sweat a thousand things about my existence. That ain't, that ain't, that ain't one of them. Mm-hmm. I don't worry oh, about that. I'll, I'll say this. I, 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 uh, but I'm on the, I'm on the Facebook Friends of Tom, yeah. and you know what you get from that? Nothing but positivity. Nothing but positive. Good, just, good. just nice things. Just, just and I don't want that either. I don't want that either. I don't want that either. Well, positive, you know what? negative. You know what? Baby, oh, I'm okay. out here doing my thing. I'm doing my thing. I can't listen to the I'm positive just, stuff. I can't I'm listen just, to the negative stuff. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it out there. Maybe it's a different class of people. Now, let me ask you something. Let me ask you. mouth draggers. Let me ask you something about Toronto. Uh-huh. A few people from Montreal have reached out to me and said, um, They've said, man, those people in Toronto, those are like farmers. Uh, like, they don't have a high opinion of, of uh, the people of Toronto, the people of Montreal. Sure, sure, sure. And, and nor should they. They think, they uh, think, yeah, you, they I, think I you're, they're corny. The other thing is, it, it's not, it's, it, it's, it's, uh, 
the other thing is it's it's Montreal. It's Montreal. That's the when you when you live in Montreal, it's 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 everyone outside of it. Montreal. They think you guys Montreal are corny. Like Look, a, I'm not God, I'm not a fan of either place at this point. Oh come on. Oh no! Now I sound like my nemesis. Now I sound like that Joker who who uh, likes the pizza being cut in half and and going in the look, middle. Look, buddy. Yes, sir. They think you guys are corny. Uh huh. Well, hey, hey, you know what? Guilty as charged. The they think the people the people of Montreal think Torontons are corny. Torontonians. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> they are. And uh, there's not much I can do about that. Except for ask you about your opinion on the uh, Porzingis trade, because I never heard yeah, about that. I didn't like it. I didn't like it, but you know, whatever. What are you going to do? Knicks are going to be bad for a hundred years, oh, so it doesn't matter. Just, 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 just one blemish on the. Uh, yeah. What the else is there? <laughs> oh, you have a. Uh, uh, yeah. Why wouldn't you trade him away? Uh, whatever. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm all about Mitchell thing. Robinson. That's oh, my guy. I love that. Uh, is Enos Cantor bought out yet? Uh, because I have, I have I Mr. Robinson on my uh, fantasy team. And, yeah, you yeah. might want to drop him. He's not worth holding on to in a fantasy league. That's a, that's ne- you still got your puncher's chance, right? That's a next year. Dame Lillard? A, you grab that guy next year. By the way, Tom, I love the fact that you drafted Dame Lillard, the the, the, the Monk fan. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I DM'd. I DM'd with him a little bit. I, I tell, he uh, said Monk uh, is his favorite show ever. Ah, uh, I love that. You hear Tony oh, so Shalhoub on WTF. You hear Tony Shalhoub on WTF this week. I, I did not. He's saying nice stuff about uh, yours truly. I love that. I, guy. I, that guy's I, one of the sweetest wait. guys. I can't the, wait. One of the I, 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 I did. Oh, hear, I did. get off my phone. Best show. Hi. Oh, hey, Tom. Hello, who's this? Hi, hi there. This is Candace. Oh my goodness, Candace. Yep, yep. As I live I and breathe. Yep, yep. Now, we are. You are. You are living and breathing. Me now, too. Now this is what I'm going to say. I know you. Yeah, yeah. I know you. You do. This is what I'm going to say about you. <laughs> I know. Since we're talking about winners, I have a feeling, having heard you tell a story about your winning. <laughs> You, you, were, well, look, you're still a winner. It's not like you, not like you, you didn't cap out at an early age. Right. You're still a winner. No, but so. you started winning before most people win. Yeah, I, I did. I don't, I just, I just started at um, single digits, you know, just right out of kindergarten, really. And you were winning. What did you do? What did, tell everybody what you did. Okay, well, my fifth year of life was a really big year, and so I grew up showing horses. Uh, my dad was a horse trainer, and uh, I took to riding horses quite naturally. So everyone was very excited. And we're not talking Shetland ponies or anything, but like full-size horses. Yeah, so this is know, a five-year, a four- horse. and a five-year-old. Yeah, I'm four years old when I start. Okay. And five, you know, we go. And so... And so um, I, I was five years old, and that year I became a world grand champion. Like, I won the world grand championships. Oh I was God. considered four years old because January 1st I was four, but I was really five because the show was in August. And 
so I I won. It was insane. So my you mother was just <laughs> literally a grand champion. World grand champion. World grand champion equestrian. What was the title? Horse. It's yeah. I'm I'm a world grand champion horse rider. So I I won oh the um yeah. So it it was nuts, you know, and it was really exciting. And um, I didn't. I don't know if I told you this part. So that happened. And then, right after that, I I didn't grow up as a, a pageant kid at all. But mom, like on a whim, signed me up, or someone did, and I ended up going to Little Miss Missouri, and I okay. became I won little I I was right under there were three of us, and I won what did I get most photogenic like I was Little Miss Missouri. And then I also won most photogenic. But then I told mom and dad that I was sick of all of it and I wanted to go home and play with my Barbies. And so we ended up not going to Little Miss USA. So you had, for for the state of Missouri, <laughs> you were most photogenic. And you're, how old are you now? Seven? That, no, that one I'm five. Oh, you're five. Okay. I'm still five. I'm so still five. So you were five. just cleaning up as a, this pre- pre-kindergarten you're just racking yeah. up all the victories yeah so i'm you know, like getting interviewed no big deal like riding the winning but on the horse was really fun and i was so small tom that my dad he did this thing which it, it, it's insane he did but to keep me on the saddle he took a piece of tire and taped the to the front of my like underneath my boots, so I had this sort of hook like my my boots could latch onto the stirrup so I didn't fly off the horse, yeah, because this is an enormous horse, and you're just like <laughs> a little horse. you're just like a little kid now <laughs> my my legs can't even go beyond the saddle, which is hilarious so yeah. i'm I'm like trapped on the horse, but I don't know because I'm having a great time, and I'm sure that was, that would not yeah. be legal, but it was. Yeah, I'm there sure. Go. I'm sure now when they when they do these competitions, they're they they won't let the dad just hook a tire to the <laughs> thing won't. so the kid doesn't go flying off. This is the early '80s. Yeah, everything went so yeah. no big deal. So you were you were hooked to a horse. You're <laughs> it's this is something else. You're riding around, and then but when did you get out of the game? When did you get out of the horse the horse biz? Uh, when I started first grade, okay. I retired. You just wanted, you didn't want to be in the pageants. You didn't want. Nope. You nope, were nope. done. Yeah. Just wanted to read books, go to school. And you retired. And uh, yeah, I was just done. You know, there was nowhere to go but down. So I just kind of be, be a kid. I love it. <laughs> this is great. You were a champion before most people even knew what the champion is. You were a you were, <sighs> You were cleaning up. I was cleaning up, and I had such a good time at it, and and it was fun, and and you know, kids should just go for it. Adults should just go for it. Yeah. You know who should go, Mike? Mike, you should Mike. go for it. Well, Mike let, go for not it. so much with Mike. You, we uh, let's okay. let's at least figure out what it is before Mike <laughs> right. before we tell Mike to go for it. Oh no! Now he's oh, no, doing no. a dance. Wait, what happened? <laughs> he sold eleven. He put this dumb Whoa! calendar out, Candace, and now he, he sold oh, no. eleven calendars in the, in the last 
two hours. So more power to him. He's a, he's a natural. Yes, he's, he's an a, entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah he's he, yeah. I'm doing all the work on it, and he just sticks them in envelopes. That's so funny. All right, okay. So, this is yep. this is it's so great to hear from you. And what te- what tell everybody when you're you have a radio show of your I own? Do. I was just working on it. I'm I'm in Nashville, and I have a radio show on WXNA every Wednesday at one o'clock, and it's called The Bright Side. And it's a really good show. Well, heck yeah, it is. I yeah. love it, Tom. You're one of my inspirations. You know. Well, you're sweet to say that, and you're one of my favorite people. And everybody, listen to your Woo-hoo! show. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye. That was nice. See, find something nice gets through, Mike. What are you doing to me out there? You put that one uh, the, the one uh, woman through it, so you'd think it was, uh, I don't know what that was. First call of the show. Fast show, hi. Hey, it's Andrew. Oh, hi, Andrew. How are you? I'm good. To what do I owe the pleasure of this call? Well, it's calling in about uh, winning. Mm-hmm. So. Have you won? You, uh, I have. I, uh, I'd say my most uh, uh, auspicious medal is, uh, you're familiar with uh, NHL? You mean the, the National Hockey League? That's correct. You're an NHL. What what did you do in the NHL? Well, I didn't do anything in the NHL. Uh, I won a mustache contest against uh, Hall of Famer Lanny McDonald. Okay, tell me more. He's so he's probably most famous for having giant walrus Wilford Brimley stash. It's kind mm-hmm. of a signature. Yeah, and. So back home, uh, his kids uh, have a brewery set up a contest. Uh, I decided I would uh, shoot on down and hang out. And uh, everyone was supposed to come up with like a little theme. So uh, I unfortunately been balding since high school, so I had to kind of work that into the whole uh, costume theme get up. Okay. Uh, so I went to Dr. Phil. All right. And, uh, I, so I, uh, also dressed up in my dad's old wedding suit, uh, which is kind of like a little sea foamy green number. And, uh, actually wound up looking more like Sherman Hemsley than anything else. Yes. The late great star of the Jeffersons. Exactly. And... I think everyone uh, took more pity on me than anything else. Mm-hmm. But, but you uh, won. It's, it, uh, but I won. That's, yeah. the best. Hey. That's the most important thing. Is it? You sure? Wow. Well, I got some beer out of it. Good. Okay, you got some beer out of it. Yeah. And a nice little trophy. Got a nice trophy. Yeah, look. I, I, the only trophy I have, Matt Fraction, uh, a comic... Uh, uh, Writer Matt Fraction came in here and gave me a trophy that uh, has a microphone on it. And right. it says, it just says, Tom Sharpling, the best. But the thing is, I didn't win this. He just bought it. I wasn't squared off against anybody. 
Yeah, but uh, all trophies are just bought at some point. Yeah, but there's some usually arranged uh, competition for them, for who gets it. Fair enough. Yeah, what are you going to do? Well, I'm not crying. Am I crying? A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Thanks, buddy. Because you want to know if you're the best. Goodbye. Guys, the snooze. Yeah, I was going to play this thing when I did the Under Pressure with uh, David Bowie and uh, Freddie Mercury. I don't know. I don't know, man. Maybe we just edit it out of the show and I'll play it next week. What do you think about that? Let's do that. We'll edit it out, play it next week. Oh, wait. Well, hold on. What do we got here? This is a... Uh, Jason is bringing in AKA Dudio as so a trophy. On our shelf in our apartment, you got, like, Kristen's legit awards, like a Peabody and WGA yeah. award. Yeah. But you want oh, no, don't, have... don't make me feel like... Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. But yeah. mine trumps them all. I've what got the Louis that? Armstrong Jazz Award. So it's a Louis Armstrong, it's in a little award. Yeah. And how did you get this award? I won this at a marching band uh, picnic, uh-huh. like end of year picnic. And they just like, you know. Now, the cool thing about this, too, is yeah. I shared that award with another guy. I wasn't the only winner. What did you guys sign it out and pass it back and forth no they were they were great you know gracious enough to have two awards two made but it was really supposed to go to how much you want for this (laughs) seriously what would it cost you thousand dollars a thousand dollars yeah i'll give you thirty dollars for it right now thirty dollars i am unemployed so thirty thirty no i don't know if i could do thirty forty forty no i don't think i could do forty have you seen this thing, Mike? No, I didn't see it. Yo, Jason will show it to you. Yeah, I'll, I'll show it off. We'll put it on the show screen. it off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 60. 60. <laughs> I'm going to smash it with a hammer. We're getting Just know close. that. <laughs> know that. Know that five minutes, yeah. five seconds after we agree on a price, I'm going to hand you the money. Destroyed. It's going to be destroyed. You're never going to see it again in one piece. Okay. Just well, know that. Then we're getting closer to a number then. <laughs> well, here, go thrill the guys okay. out there with this. Yeah. It's very exciting. It's heavy. Congratulations Super on being heavy. the jazz. What was the what was the award called? The the Louis Armstrong Jazz Award. The Louis Armstrong and nineteen ninety six. And was his estate a part of this at all? Or no? I don't think they have anything to do. No, with they, they just n- licensed the name out. Uh huh. Maybe they did. Maybe they probably. I mean, there's a picture of him right here. Yeah. Oh, well, that makes it official. So. Yeah, that there's that there's just a picture of. Of a guy holding a, a trumpet. Oh, no, this is clearly kind of Louis Armstrong. Yeah, I guess it is. I you guess it that. is. Yeah. And there's no way to make that without getting permission from the... Uh... You gotta get the estate say. Oh, yeah, because you just can't run those... You can't just run those things off... Yeah, they find out. ...in an award shop. You can't do them every year. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Thank you.
It's very exciting, huh, Mike? Yeah. I got bowling trophies taller than that. This is really where we're at right now. It's a little squat. I got bowling trophies taller than that. Should I play this thing? I'll play it next week. I'm better off playing it next week. song Mike no not that oh god Mm, right what song is that Mm, what paranoid android by that's right that's what it is right best show hi hi Tom it's Michelle the Oreo head Oh, no, I still didn't pay you. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> Don't worry the about it. And the vomit. Remember that song? God loves his children. Right? You like them, Radiohead? Oh, yeah. In high school, I liked them a lot. What's your favorite Radiohead song? Tree, um, tree, tree Hands? I think. Which one? Tree Hands. Was that one of them? No, I liked, um, was there something, like, called, like, Trees or something? I liked what it was weird. It was a weird song. You like the one that's like, well, it looks really good. That one, right? Sure. Right? That one is the one you like. Yeah, that one. That one was my favorite. You don't like that one that goes, you did it to yourself, you did yeah, that one's fine. I like I used to like the In Rainbows album my freshman year of high school a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah. What about uh what about that one song uh Remember that one? Oh yeah, classic. Yeah. Maybe I'll get back into Radiohead now. I'm going to start listening to Radiohead again. It's been a long time. I mean, they're not bad. They're fine. Yeah. It's been a while. Might be time. Might fit my Go mood. Go for it. Might fit my mood. So what's up, Michelle? So I, I kind of have something for the topic that's also Oreo-related. What's that? So I recently won, well, I won twice this week. Um, Oreo's doing some, like, Twitter contest, so it's like you enter to win, and they have different prizes every day, so I started the week off winning an Oreo Pop Socket, which is like one of those things you put on the back of your phone case, and you can make it like a stand or just more comfortable to hold your phone, so I won a, I won one of those, and then I found out I won the opportunity to host an Oreo party, so I came home, and there was just a box of like so much Oreo swag 
on my porch, and now I just have all this stuff. I'm supposed to, like, have an Oreo tasting party, but I don't want to do that. So now I just have all this swag, um, and it's, like, it's it's a dozen of everything. So I got, like, a bunch of Oreo candy bars and Oreo-branded gloves and, like, a portable glass, it, it, amongst many other things. Um so if you if you would like to have an Oreo party at the studio, I would be more than happy to send you guys some of this swag that I that I recently send inherited. Send it. You wouldn't come for it. You wouldn't host it on the air. Oh, I would love to host it on the air. I don't want to, you know, impose anything, but I figured I'd give you the opportunity first if you just wanted some of the swag to to well, share amongst your group. There. Maybe we'll figure that out. That that could be a thing. Okay, I'm supposed to have it like on a certain day, but. You just need to like post a picture to prove that you like use the stuff that they gave you. So I, well, I mean, what are they going to do? I come, are they going to come to get the stuff back? Yeah, Oreo, I don't know. Oreo I'm not, I'm not, like, it's not I'm, like, enough. Not allowed to sell it. Like that, there could be a legal issue. I wasn't planning to sell it. That's why I was like, oh, I'll just, I'll just give it to to my friends and loved ones. You tell know, the, anybody who the, wants some Oreo, the Oreo people to cool their jets. You tell the Oreo people to cool their jets. <laughs> I yeah, I mean, the they have, they have enough of my money, like. Remember that one song? It's like, I keep the wolves at the door when they keep me out. Tell me all the things are going to... Remember that one? No, I don't know that one. They're going to go to the thing if they call the cops. And I say, ooh. What song was that? What album was that off of? I don't know. You should get back into Radiohead. And then they had that other song... We want you to know. Remember that one? With knives yeah. out, catch the mouse. That was a good one. I might get back in. I'm getting back in. I feel it. I think I think you should deep dive. Name another one. Let me see if I can sing it. Uh, I don't want to give you. Like uh, like a well-known one. Hmm. Oh, uh, what's, what's the song I liked off of in Rainbows? It was like... Oh, I don't know that. I don't know that one. Sorry. You don't know anything off in Rainbows? Yeah, All right, never well. mind. Never mind. Um, hmm. Let's see. Uh, I mean, No Surprises. That's pretty good. That's a good one. I could do that one. Maybe we'll do that one. Right? Yeah. Maybe I'll just do that one. What do you think about that? If yeah, I just go do for that it. One. That oh. one. All right. Should we do the half hour power next? Let's do that. Let's do the half hour power next. All right. Michelle? Yes. We'll talk about this Oreo party. Yeah, please. I, I, it's a whole box of stuff. I would love to just. I would love to give it away. Okay. I would love to share it. That's what I'll say. We'll figure it out. Okay, right. cool. You have a grand evening. You too. Bye.
Best show back next week. Show will be back next week. Half Hour Power coming up next. Stay tuned.